Yeah, I'm gonna kill everybody because these guys are dicks. I'm gonna go drink whiskey for 12 years. I don't even have hair on my pubis yet. Woohoo! People are just murdering everybody left and right. Narrative arc for vengeance! My ex-girlfriend called me the fastest draw of all. Ha! Dance, boy! Dance! I'm not trying to murder people. Like, it's just the scenario. They just keep coming up to me, and I murder them. Hey, dabblers! Mm. Oh, we got people time in the house! We are in a house. We are, actually. Yep. Yeah. We're not outside. Nope. Because we, we are reporting live from sunny Salt Lake City. Oh, it's so snowy right now. I hate it. Yeah, I don't want to be outside. It's the worst. But we've got our dabblers with us to keep us warm. Oh, dabbler. We love you guys. Yeah, probably maybe in a weird, to a weird obsessive way. I don't think it's, uh, I think it's healthy. I don't think it's unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, all right. I don't think it's unhealthy. My wife does, but I don't. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm, when yeah. we're having sex, I'm just like, oh, dabblers. Oh, oh dabblers. dabblers. And she's like, what? Uh-huh. What's up? No, I said your, I said your name. That's what I said. Dabblers. Do you ever like look up the list of people that follow us and just read it while fucking your wife? Mm-hmm. Just read it. Oh, yeah, don't you? Like, oh, Todd. <laughs> Todd Johnson. Left me a comment. Oh, it was such a sweet comment. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways. Um, so, do what you want with that, Dabbler. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your name? Uh, Cranges McBasketball. What? Mm-hmm. Repeat that. Cranges. Cranges. Cranges McBasketball. I don't get it. Am I dumb? No. Will you teach me? From a TV show. Cranges? Yeah. Who's Cranges? It's my first name. That's... Oh. Yeah. McBasketball is your last name? <laughs> yeah, McBasketball. Oh, nice. Yeah. From Impractical Jokers. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've only seen a few episodes. That's a great show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're pretty, pretty loony. Often when I'm supposed to be doing one thing, I'm actually watching clips of that on YouTube. Oh, that's nice. It's like a thing for me. You're like, I'm supposed to go... Redo the roof. Oh god! But instead, you're up on the roof, <laughs> just watching go. it on your phone. Yeah, nice. I'm supposed to like go pick up my kids for my weekend, hang out with them. Yeah. Instead, I just sit in the car mm-hmm. watching Practical <laughs> Jokers. <laughs> well, they're like, "Is Dad coming? Is he gonna be here?" <laughs> He's having a lot more fun by himself. <laughs> it's better for all of us. Yeah. Your abandonment issues. We'll be fine later on. You'll you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Quit being a baby. You're only two. You don't need to be a baby anymore. Cranjus uh, Junior. It's fucked up. <laughs> so you named him after yourself. Yeah. We we talk about this on the episodes all the time, and uh, we don't like when people name their kids after themselves. No. I don't. It seems really stupid, but I don't really care about my kids. So yeah, fuck them. Cranjus one, Cranjus two, and three and four. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I am fucking Pistol Pete. Fucking Pistol Pete? I'm just Pistol Pete. I just had the fucking to uh, emphasize. Hey, Pistol, Pistol Pete's the man. Pew, pew, pew. I'm assuming you're talking about from... Jobin. Yeah. <laughs> jo- see, see you later, Jobin. Yeah. Um, On my list of people time topics or suggestions to Ooh. myself, Yeah. we have Pistol Pete Maravich, so that might happen later. Mm. Yeah. I don't know anything about Pistol Pete 
He's a basketball the word player. He said. That's so funny. My last name is basketball. You're a basketball player. This all came together. It's just like we planned. Uh, do you have a fun fact? Yeah, I don't know how fun it is. It's just an article I came across uh, during Halloween. Okay. That um, there's something called the Vipholm study in Sweden. What is that? In the 1930s. This is before they knew that candy caused your teeth to rot. Oh, okay. And they noticed that some households who didn't have enough money to eat candy had better teeth than richer families that could eat candy. Oh. So they were like, let's do a study. Who can we make eat candy? And who do you want to eat candy more than people with mental disabilities? Oh, that was not my first guess. I mean, they're kids mentally. Oh, okay. Kind of. It's awful. It is awful. So they actually... You just force-fed them candy? Oh, I don't think they forced it because they were having a great time. Okay. I mean, I guess. Yeah. But um, maybe do some studies that just involve... I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a hard article to read because, like, they were talking about how to qualify to get into this facility, the Vipholm facility for the mentally retarded. Yeah. As they called it. You had to have an IQ below 25, which would make you medically an idiot. Or if you had an IQ between 26 and 50, medically you're an imbecile. Wow. This is their wording? This is their wording. Wow. And then if they judge you to have an intellectual level of a child around 12 or lower, you're a moron. <laughs> These are <laughs> So wait, kids the are morons, essentially. Who should we feed a steady diet of candy to? The idiots. Oh, man. And they just routed their fucking... I can't believe skulls out. Medically idiot. I can't believe that's an actual like term that they used. Yeah. I mean, it's the 1930s. They didn't treat the uh, the mentally. No. Yeah, they didn't treat them very well. What I read about that facility is that there was like no uh, it, oversight. There was just like people there that fed them, but then they just ran around and shit themselves. And yeah. Hey. All right. So did the study conclude like, oh yeah, it's candy that rots your teeth? It actually did. Oh. Because they had control groups. Well, they gave them, like, regular food and vitamins. And the other ones were like, here's some fucking shit. Here's some chocolate. Here's some caramel. Put it in your mouth. Hard candies. Until all their teeth rotted out. That's pretty shitty. I mean, now we know. Thank, thank those imbeciles and their gummy mouths. Because now we know. Yeah. Not like we needed to know. Yeah. It's, hey. like, it's like when they said that they didn't know that smoking was bad for you. But. Come on. You're. You're. Having combustion go into your lungs. Come on. Yeah. You feel like shit after. It's two. weird. All these people with smoke keep coming in with lung cancer, but not everybody. There's no correlation. Yeah. Philip Morris told me that. Philly's an honest guy. Philip. Philip Moore. He's a dick. Yeah. Didn't the uh, Marlboro Cowboy guy just die recently? I don't know. Is that a, like a real, like one guy? I think there's actually been more than one, but I could be wrong. So I just read it somewhere, and I was like, I thought he died a while ago. So maybe they had hmm. another one? Should have been Kramer the whole time anyway. Kramer. Yeah. 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 yeah the racist stuff wouldn't have helped, I guess. Well, when he's selling menthols, no. No. Eh, what are you going to do? You know? Is that kind of racist of me? Nah, black people like menthol. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I actually like menthol, too. I don't dislike them. That's also the other thing is whenever I hear people like use i mean i guess they're i don't know racist terms like stuff that i also and many people also agree with it's like well, black I'm... people like chicken it's like i fucking love chicken too matter of fact everybody i know pretty much likes chicken 
I don't trust a person who doesn't like fried chicken. Yeah. Or watermelon. I fucking love watermelon. Watermelon's awesome. It seems like someone just picks something and is like, oh, they like water. That's a black person thing. It's like, uh, seems like everybody does. Black people. Kind of need it. So. They, <laughs> they don't know anything. They just eat watermelon. Yeah. I don't know why those things are a stereotype, but whatever. I'm sure some fucking asshole came up with it, and I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I love watermelon and rap music. Oh, yeah. You do like rap. Yep. Not so much me. But I also don't like country, so I'm not. I'm white, but not cowboy white. Yeah, it's funny you have to make that distinction. Yeah. I think a lot of black people feel that. They're like, I'm black, but I'm not a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, probably <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Got the stereotypes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've met people that are black that like country, and I'm like, why, though? It's awful. It's not all terrible. Maybe not, but... Dolly Parton, man. I'm oh. a Dollyite. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I can't stand the slip. That's what I don't like. The slip? The voice cracks. Oh, yeah. she's coming home. Ugh. It's supposed to sound sad and Some, lonesome. Something about a highway and whiskey. They sing about a lot of shit. Yeah. Like five things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, speaking of cowboys. Listen to Dolly Parton. We're doing Billy the Kid. Fuck yes. I don't know Ooh. anything about Billy. You know anything about Billy? You know, I knew the only thing I knew about Billy was from a movie called Young Guns Two. I didn't even see the first one. Great, great Young Guns with uh, the actor Emilio Estevez. Right. And I love that movie. I haven't mm -hmm. seen it in a while, but I love that movie. Um, it's not accurate. So all the things I thought I knew were pretty much wrong. You're like, that's a great movie, and the real life is better. Yeah, they took some stuff that was somewhat accurate, and then they yeah. Hollywooded it up, of course. It's like uh, the uh, Harriet Tubman movie that just came out, biopic. Oh, I did not know they came out with one. If you are a people timer or a dabbler, all you need to do is watch the trailer to know it's inaccurate. Yeah. That's just a thing that happens. In Hollywood, they have to, I guess, sell stuff. And even though usually the real stories are probably more interesting. Like I've seen a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, I know the story of this. What? This is worse than the actual story. Yeah, take liberties if you need to, but if it's interesting enough, you don't need to. Yeah. Do cool shit, like Jurassic Park. Yeah. They didn't need to doll that up. No. It was already a perfect story when it happened. Right. So, same same with Harriet Tubman. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is kind of like that. They were pretty accurate. There's you know, some little bit of liberty, but I feel like Bill and Ted did a good job. The, the time traveling they got down. Oh, no, they nailed that. It, it's small things, you know, like... The gas station they were at, it was, it was not, uh, it was a different gas station. It was a Circle K. It was a 7-Eleven. Yeah. You know, you got to read the history books to know the details of that. Yeah. Billy! Billy! Oh, I was going to mention, uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to my new religion. Okay. Uh, I recently joined the uh, Toys R Users. Oh, okay. So we, we have a hymn in which we sing about, you know, I don't want to grow up for I am a... Toys R Us kid, drink the blood of Jeffrey, drink the blood of the giraffe, drink the blood, and we we recite that to absorb the powers of the giraffe. Well, he's dead now, so yeah, you gotta get all the blood you can. We believe he's gonna be resurrected, that's the whole angle there. Oh, that's nice. We think he's coming back. I don't think he is. I don't want to come down on your You said that religion. about the last guy too, though. Hey. There's millions of people waiting on that shit. Yeah, for like 
2,000 years. 2,000 years. <laughs> it's been so a, far, I'm winning that. <laughs> but it's been a great engine of making money and raping kids. Oh, it's it's definitely brought in some... Some interesting shit. Some young boys, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's what Jesus wanted all along. Jeffrey just wants us all to get 15% off action figures. He's coming, everybody. He's coming. I'm sure of it this time. I can feel his spirit within me when I drink the giraffe blood. Oh, gross. Not the blood part, the feeling your, his spirit in you. Yeah. No, I'm supposed to. Oh, oh, it's a good thing. Okay, I good. feel like I'm full of plush. No, so, Billy the Kid. <laughs> Billy, what? Um, this is Old West. Yeah, so I was actually going to get into a little bit about that. Not too much, but Billy the Kid was born in, well, actually, they don't know exactly what day. Hmm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But it was either September 17th or November 23rd. Why those ones are so <laughs> far apart? It, it's the same year. Actually, that's not true. We're pretty sure it's 1859. But some people have thought that it might be 1860. They did lousy when it comes to keeping records back yeah. then. Yeah. Especially about like poor nobodies. Nobody gave a fuck. Like Which, they did. Yeah. So it's relative to them, but nobody else knew. It's funny that I think that so far we don't have a solid date on people that are either ancient or black. Yeah. And now we have a guy who is neither, but because he's he's also poor, like, <laughs> yeah. we also don't care. We don't know. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. No. So, but he was born in like 1859 ish, 1859, 1860. To give you an idea right. of where that's from, we're talking about kind of the same time frame as Gandhi, Rasputin. Um, the Wright brothers are, sure. you know, haven't come up yet, but they're they're going to be working on some plane stuff in the next like 30 years. They're going to fly some 30, 40 horrifying, dangerous plyboard devices. Yeah. And their buddy is going to hit on their wives, whose name I forget. Octave. Octave. <laughs> That's right. Octave. Fuck. Good well, memory. what else we got? Uh, Walty Whitman's is alive. Yeah, yeah. Kicking it. And we um, actually have a lot of people during Harriet, this time frame. Harriet Tubman's around. Yeah. Yeah. Booth did not make it this far. Useless. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> uh, That's so funny. But to give you a kind of an idea of the time frame-ish, just kind of what's going on, I'm not going to go really far into this, but this is the Wild West when it comes to the West of the United States. It's cowboys, guns, you got corrupt law enforcement and sheriffs that are all... Oh, yeah. The law is, is pretty damn loose. It's yeah, kind of man. whoever makes it, and a lot of them abuse that power. Not all of them, mm-hmm. but eh, there's a lot of people that do. I mean, that's what they say. It's like the outlaw country where... Yeah, even the police are just another group of criminals. Pretty much. They just have a building with bars in it, too. Yeah. Awesome. Some of them do a good job of protecting their towns, and some of them abuse and corrupt. So it's different than now, you mean? No, not really. Oh. No, it's actually pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. Commentary! But in this case, I mean, at least, you know... When a sheriff shoots somebody in the road, no, no, it's about the same. It's about the, <laughs> it's well, about what, the same. yeah, what color are they and what neighborhood is it is really the question. Yeah. Well, there's also lots of fights. This is like not something that I saw a lot in movies. I kind of thought was kind of more Hollywood fake, but it's it's true. A lot of people would go to saloons, get in the fights. They'd go outside and do the whole oh, yeah. draw and they'd shoot each other. It wasn't always drawing. Sometimes they'd just shoot you, you know, wherever. I mean, yeah, because really... What's the downside if you tell the guy, like, okay, turn around and take 20 paces, and when he turns around, you shoot him? There was a guy who was, I guess, a gun enthusiast and Old West enthusiast. I wouldn't necessarily call him a historian, but he actually talked a little bit about it, and it was different than what I thought. I thought you went outside, mm-hmm. and the whole idea was... It's sun up or noon. 
Yeah. Something. Whatever. Yeah. And then they would be like, draw, and they'd shoot each other. Whoever was left standing was the guy. That's what Yosemite Sam does. So that's how I know it's true. Yeah. And I guess to a degree that's true. I always thought like it yeah. wasn't like a whole on I'm going to run behind stuff. I mean, those kind of fights happen, but if you were going to call someone out, come on out here. It really is like an actual draw situation. Yeah, it's pretty much whoever's the fastest and obviously whoever doesn't miss, but fastest in the west. They weren't running around and having huge gunfights when they called someone out like that. Um, but, one of my ex-girlfriends called me fastest in the west. <laughs> Different. Right. Different but similar. Kind of a bad. I did also shoot from the hip, the way fast draws do. (laughs) But gotcha, just dramatically fast, really dramatic, (laughs) maybe and traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) Swear to God, this never happens. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I I don't know. know. I'm still dressed. You look good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's the time frame we're looking at. There, by the way, there's not very many railroads out here. The only way to really travel around is to walk or by horse, riding a horse around. So that's really all you got. Shit, it's so it's so funny that that's the that's the trope, and it's just real. It's it like, is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we don't know a whole lot about Billy's back, uh, like his early years and his parents. As a matter of fact, so Billy's mom is Catherine McCarty. Sounds hot. And she was married to a man named Patrick McCarty. Sounds hot. But we don't know what happened to Patrick. We don't know what happened to his father. They had two sons, and Patrick either died or mm. left. Nobody knows. Hey, no laws, man. It's like me and my life now. You just don't see your kids. Just yeah. leave. And it's weird that nobody knows. I'm going to go drink whiskey for 12 years. See you later. Whatever. But she does remarry. They kind of travel around. We, we don't know exactly where they came from, but we do believe that they came from... Indiana kind of traveled down to like Colorado and then down to New Mexico. Along the way, she meets a new husband. Mm. And when I say they had two sons, I should say we're not even sure if Billy's brother is from the same dad or if it's from the new husband. It might be half brothers. It's weird how much we right. don't know about his family. Well, you know, that yeah. that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask, where are we physically? Well, most of the story is going to pretty much start in New Mexico and, and stay in that area. New Mexico and Arizona. New Mexico and Arizona. Cool. Yeah. That's where that's where uh, Georgie was at when he was pretending to be a cowboy. New Mexico. Yeah. When, when he shot himself. <laughs> and he had to like, cry about it because his wife didn't care about his feelings. Such a silly little pansy ass. Yeah. Whatever. Thanks, war hero. <laughs> Thanks for saving us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so ungrateful. <laughs> but yeah, so she, uh, his mother remarries to a man named William Antrim. Yeah, ooh, sounds hot. Now, Billy's mom was sick even when she was traveling. And when they get to ne- New Mexico, she gets more and more sick. It gets worse to the point where she's bedridden for like four months. Bummer. And then she dies. Mm. Yeah. So it's some sort of lung infection. They don't know exactly what it killed her. Tuberculosis or some shit. Maybe. But yeah. Billy's like 14 years old at this time. Black lung. And during this time, actually, Billy was considered to be a pretty decent kid. He did steal something from like a Mart once, but I can kind of think it's little kid stuff. Like he was like, ooh, candy or, or whatever, sweets or food. Yeah, or cocaine. Grabbed it. Just what they have yeah. available. That's nice, too. It makes you feel good. Yeah, for a 14-year-old? Hell yeah. Man. So he did, like, I guess, steal something and got in trouble with the law, but I think he was just like, a young kid being stupid and didn't probably realize what he was doing. So you don't think he was, like, 
criminal minded no early on he even went to school and was considered to be a good student most people liked him when he was you know on this younger age so at this point he's william the kid because he's like strapped down he's like a good guy yeah actually that's funny that you mentioned that because i should have mentioned that he is born henry mccarty what the fuck yeah his name's not billy well it's people time hey henry yep henry but uh oh henry oh henry you ironic bastard. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Hey, it fits the script. People time script. Change your name. Change your name and become great. Dabblers. You might die young because yeah. that happens sometimes. And sometimes you end up with a name like Cranges McBasketball, but it's legend. Yeah. Yeah. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete is a great name. McBasketball. But anyways, so Billy, when his mom died, his stepfather just left pretty much like he was like all right well yeah I'm, my pussy died i'm not what doing a, this anymore what are these kids doing here like they basically him and the other son the stepfather takes them puts them in two different families and he's like yeah just take care of them and then he takes off for california or something she just dropped them off with other families yeah he yeah. didn't even keep them together he separated them for some reason i'm assuming more because billy goes to a family where it's not like he's actually being taken care of it's more like a Hey, go work in this restaurant slash kind of like motel, like inn, whatever you want to call it, mm. and pay your dues and you can have a place to stay, like a room to stay in. But I don't think he was, he wasn't supervised. He wasn't watched. Huh. It was just kind of like, go make some money and then I wonder how take that money that back was. and you can have some food and a place to stay. Yeah. Shit. Orphan boys, man. That sucks. Yeah. His brother got a job. At the same time frame, he got put to another family, and he worked in a saloon. And by the time that kid was like 11, he was drinking, gambling. Oh, yeah. He was doing his own thing, and he ends up becoming like, I guess, a amateur gambler. That's At how 11? Yeah. Well, I mean, he builds up, but yeah, 11 years old, he was drinking. There was even like a story where he apparently was doing opium. With like a Chinese opium den. Sweet. That was in town. <laughs> Surrounded by hookers. Probably. And he's like, I don't even have hair on my pubis yet. Yeah. That's great. So they didn't really have a great start off from their mom dying. They kind of both get basically just orphaned. Kind of of rough. Yeah. Yeah. I do think in the Old West, because, you know, I don't think people live super long. It's pretty tough. So if you and I went down there. We wouldn't make it. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. And we would look at 12-year-olds who had seen more life than us, and they would beat the shit out of us. (laughs) And then take our money that doesn't, it's not useful down there. No. It's paper. Yeah. And it says... 2013 on it and they're like what the fuck is this rip it up and take a dump on me and leave me in the street yeah like, we just wanted to see the history <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah That's some tough fucking kids yeah dude yeah pretty rough right from the to get go and that kind of leads to billy starting to hang out with the wrong crowd oh so you know he doesn't have any... they're not your real friends who's saying that his the ghost of his mom oh right 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 yeah and michael too and michael he doesn't listen to michael they don't love you and he's like they're my friends oh oh, all right are they cool or Mm -hmm. i actually haven't been around for very long i was with your dad drinking yeah man what are you doing opium cool keep going buddy makes you feel nice now billy i don't think ever did opium but his little brother did at least we don't know if Billy did. He definitely wasn't ever found with historical records of him ever going to the same den. They did see each other around town, the brothers, 
But they eventually separate further and further away, and they don't really talk too much. That's so. a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as Billy starts hanging out with the wrong crowd, he starts to get into some smaller crimes. Like, one of the first things he ever does is he steals a bunch of clothes from a Chinese guy. Just because? I, I don't know if he needed the clothes, if he thought he was going to sell them, but he got caught doing it. Hmm. And so when he got caught, the sheriff of the town, who was actually a pretty decent sheriff, he was a, a, a good guy, he comes over and he's like, yeah, you got caught with this. We, you know, someone told us. And Billy was friends with the sheriff's son. So the sheriff was trying to actually be easy on him, but he's like, I also got to teach you a lesson. You don't really have the supervision, so yeah. I'm going to put you in jail. And his whole idea was like, I'm going to put you in jail for a couple of days to teach you a lesson, but then I'm going to let you right back out. You're not going to really have any charges or any fines or anything. Just get That's a good back. guy. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a fucking kid. But Billy is a very small stature kid. Hmm. He's like 14 years old. Sure. And he escapes jail. <laughs> awesome. He's able to shimmy up the chimney. So I guess he wasn't actually in a cell so much as he was just in a building. Yikes. And he's able to like get out and leave. And he's so scared he thinks that because he's now escaped jail, he's going to get into more trouble. So he's like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm out of here then. I'm not going to stick around. No, go back in. Yeah, well, Billy. Um, and really the sheriff probably, even if he would have escaped and then came back, the sheriff probably would have been like laughed at him and like, you can't do that, you know, like he would have probably punished him more. You get an extra day. Yeah, exactly. Henry. Henry. Yeah, so, but Billy doesn't know this and he's scared, so he just takes off. He just mm. leaves. He's like, fuck this. I get that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm small and I was a criminal when I was a kid. I never got caught, but I did always have that idea i'm like i'll just slide through the fucking bars yeah i'm small as shit yeah just whoosh, go right back to criming and the cop's like aren't you supposed to be how did you huh no i'm not supposed to be see because i'm out i'm not supposed I'm to be visiting someone um actually i'm so small you guys didn't even notice i was like here with my mom and then you close the door and i like cried for a long time because i'm really scared and so i need you to give me some gummies and then let me out i'm so sorry son here you go thank go on and get out of here this is a dangerous place Thank you. I'm not going to go commit crimes. Good. Right right now. <laughs> Perfect. This is great. Great. See you later. <laughs> what a nice exchange with that young that young leprechaun. Hey, who's that guy? Where's my gun? <laughs> Where'd my shit go? Uh, so Billy, uh, he actually heads to Arizona, and he works on a, as like a ranch hand. He needs to find a job to be able to make money, and mm. he finds out that he can go work on a ranch and make pretty good money. For his age. Ranching. Yeah, he's just working with cattle, you know, moving them from one place to another for whatever so reason people do that, I that's, guess. It's a, con a country song. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah. Moving the cattle from one place to another. Just because. Just because Jesus told me to. Probably reasons, but we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he hung out in a saloon um, when he wasn't working mm. and got drunk and gambled his wages. He was supposed to be a pretty good card player, even at a young oh, age. yeah. Yeah. And Billy meets a guy named John Mackey, who is already kind of a criminal. He already has a criminal record. And they build a friendship through stealing horses. Kind of a job. Yeah. And that, so, you know, steal, steal horses, sell them, make some money, then go and work on the ranch. Move horses are disgusting. Steal them all day. Yeah. Steal them and turn them into glue. Yeah. And hamburgers. Uh, the funny thing is they stole the horses usually from local soldiers who were deployed there. So, like, U.S. soldiers. <laughs> so, they would tie them up, and the soldiers would go do whatever, and they'd go in and grab the horses and run away laughing. What a funny time. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like going near a base now and stealing, like, a soldier's Hummer. 
Yeah. You don't do that. No. Because they will murder you. Yeah. But back then, you'd be like, ah, they're dopes. Yeah. The smart life is to work on a ranch and gamble your wages. Yeah. That guy's a dope. Let's take his horse. And he was having a good time doing it. He did get caught. Yeah. Like multiple times. He got caught stealing horses, would go to jail, and he would escape. Now, there's something to be said here. Billy, one, he is good at escaping places. He's small, and he seems to be really smart about figuring out how to get out. And to give also a little bit of credit, jails weren't really, the security was shitty. They weren't really that well guarded, and they weren't really that well put together. Matter of fact, most sheriffs or whatever, when they put you in jail, if you escape, they wouldn't go hunt for you. They're like, eh, it's somebody else's fucking problem. Now I don't have to feed them at least. Like, they didn't care that much, usually, especially yeah. for smaller crimes. They're like, all right, he probably left town because he doesn't want to get caught again. Right. So that's somebody else's Some fucking other fucking problem. town's problem now. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of the mentality. Do you think that there are any historical studies that say that communities that didn't have clean water were just drinking whiskey all day? And that's had guided history in a lot of ways. <laughs> probably, man. We're like, now we can drink clean water and clean coffee and get shit done, but back if it were then, we would start our mornings with whiskey. Yeah. And when your prisoner walks out, you're like, eh, ah, whatever. I'm tired. I'm going to put my feet up. <laughs> Not on. Hey, where's more whiskey? You know what? I'll give a shit. Yeah. I'll give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy. I'm a cowboy, baby. Because it's the same when you hear about pilgrims and people on boats back then. All that shit. They just didn't have water and they were all fucking wasted. Yeah. Maybe it was a better time. <laughs> Seems like it's, well, fucking Billy was having a great time, dude. Hell yeah. He, he loved it. He's making friends. He's stealing horses. He's working to get some money, goes and gambles, drinks some more, gets caught, escapes. And it kind of happens over and over. Like, it's not yeah. abnormal that he would escape, like, go to jail and escape, like, a day or two later. Sounds like a young Emilio Estevez. Yeah. I fucking love him. He's so much. He's not only is he the better brother. He is the one that I like, and the other one sucks. So I don't even know how they're fucking related. I don't, it doesn't make sense. Charlie Sheen is the biggest piece of shit, and Emilio's like successful. He's a director. Yeah, he's married to the same lady. I think he's been in a, for a long time. Oh, that's nice. He's a good guy. I like Emilio. Charlie Sheen is that kind of guy who's like, "Hey, you know why I'm cool? I fucked a porn star." Yeah, and people who say that, you're like, "So you paid for a hooker?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> like, Okay, you know, I don't have any qualms with the sex industry, but sure, but isn't something that you should be like. It's not something I care to hear you brag about. No. Yeah. Just kidding. I want to hang out with both of them. <laughs> just want to see how that night goes. Uh, only because I'd like to see that disaster happen in front of me, but not because I think he's cool. You know what would happen is if you and I hung out with Emilio and Charlie. Yeah. Emilio would go home at eight. Yeah. To be with his family. And you'd probably leave early because you always leave early. Yeah. And then I would just feel obligated to do cocaine <laughs> and hookers like, with Charlie Sheen. Want to see how much cocaine I got? <laughs> yes, I do, sir. Okay. <laughs> I saw you in movies once. And mm-hmm. then, uh, I don't know, maybe I'd die? I don't know what happened. Talked about how he's the tiger or tiger's blood <laughs> or whatever bullshit comes <laughs> out of his mouth. What the fuck he was talking about? Fucking Jesus. guy needs to be institutionalized. <laughs> right? What's happened since then? I don't even know. Is that I guy actually, even around? Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a while. He might be dead. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Mm. Let's people time him, hopefully. I hope <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> Well, this is where Billy gets the nickname The Kid. It's during this time frame while he's stealing horses and going to jail and getting kicked out. And he got the name mostly because, honestly, he's a kid. But he's got no facial hair. He's small in stature. And, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's The Kid. Hey, look, we got The Kid hanging so out. So what's Billy? Billy's a name that he just calls himself because maybe due to an alias. 
Oh, that's smart. So he doesn't get caught. He actually yeah. has multiple aliases, but Billy the Kid is kind of what he's most known All by right. and what he goes by the most. Oh, my mama called me Henry. You call me Billy. Yeah. It was a, there's a possibility that his name, this is going to sound stupid because it sounds like I didn't do the research, but it's just that nobody knows. But his name could have possibly been William instead of Seven. Henry. Huh. But that is mostly disregarded. They think Henry because it's on his birth certificate. They, it's what he was baptized under when he was a baby. Yeah. So everyone's like, it's Henry. But he might have gone by William when he was really young, which is... Yeah, it sounds like the life was so crazy. Yeah. You can't trust a birth certificate. So that might be possibly where he got the name Billy. But, you know, William, short for, you know, Bill. Yeah. Which I never understood because it should just be Will. That's what's short for William. Where does it? Where's Bill come where's from? Where's the B come out of? Like, where the fuck? Well, nothing beats Richard to Dick. <laughs> that's the that's the weirdest one for I sure. I beat Richard with Dick. <laughs> yeah. I just, who I I don't I gotta research that. I don't what the hell that's about. I would like to know. That'd be a good fun fact. Well, Richard to Rich, Rich sounds like Dick, right? No, no, not really. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Whatever. I don't get it either. Disgusting. Well, while Billy's doing all his shenanigans and having a blast, he goes into a saloon in Bonita, Arizona, and there's a guy there named Francis Windy Cahill. Ooh. His name is Windy. It's like a, everybody, by the way, has a cowboy nickname. It, that's real, apparently. Yeah. They have really silly ones. I've like always heard of that. Buckshot Bill and <laughs> shit. It's fucking weird. So Windy is pretty much just a bully who, whenever they go into the saloon at the same time, Wendy just gives Billy shit because he's like a 15-year-old kid. So he just picks yeah. on him. He's like, I'm bigger. I'm, you know, I'm an adult. Ha ha. Look, look, I'm drunk and I can yeah. make fun of you and shit. So this happens a few times. And Billy doesn't like it, obviously. And mm-hmm. he finally is like, I'm going to stick up for myself. So Wendy comes up to him and starts calling him name a name. And it's weird. This is actually written down. I didn't know this was even a word back then. I thought this was a more modern word. But he calls Billy a pimp. I don't know why. That's a bad word at this point. I guess so. So he's like, yeah, you're just a little pimp. And hmm. Billy's like, uh, yeah, you're a son of a bitch, which I thought sounded like punch. What? And because he calls him a son of a bitch, Wendy jumps on top of Billy. Sure. They go to the ground. And there's kind of two accounts of what really happened. One is that Wendy just got onto him, put his knees on his shoulders, and then just started slapping the shit out of Billy's face, <laughs> just hitting him over and over. And Billy's yeah, struggling and trying to get out, and he eventually gets an arm free, and Billy's carrying a gun. So he pulls out a gun. Hell yeah. And he, after he gets his arm free, and he shoots Wendy in the stomach, and it's a fatal shot. Yeah, I don't, yeah. And he hops up, and he's scared because he's a 15-year-old kid who just shot somebody. Fuck. And he runs out, and he steals a horse on his way out, and he leaves. That's what he does. Now, there's another count that it might have been even more aggressive where, like, Wendy was actually trying to go for Billy's gun when he had it, and they were both struggling for it, and Billy happened sure. to just get it first and shoot him in the stomach while they were, like, both wrestling around. Yeah. Either way, the witnesses said that Billy was basically using self-defense. Either story. You pimp! You son of a bitch! And then he jumped on and started slapping him. Apparently, he slapped him pretty good, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, that's kind of uh, Billy's first kill. First person he's ever killed. Sweet. And because he was scared and he knew that people that, if you murdered someone, like, you could get hung for that kind of shit. So he's like, fuck this, I'm out. Steals a horse and leaves. I mean, uh, I don't know. Self-defense or whatever, but I guess back then they weren't particularly discerning, I bet. I was going to say. You killed Wendy. He owed me money. Yeah. I hang you. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's a couple of historians that go like, I wonder how this would have gone differently because he might have been able to get self-defense and like been fine. And the story might have changed at this point on. And some people are like, you yeah, know, it depends on the sheriff. It depends on who. It's true. Know, who's friends with who. Was Wendy friends with the sheriff? Because then it doesn't matter. Like, Who knows? Yeah. So once Billy escapes. Wendy should have. She should be dead. That's fine with me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shoot him right in the stomach. Yeah, fuck Wendy. Do you imagine how long it would take to die? Well, how do you get the nickname Wendy? Was he farty all the time? Like, man, you're fucking. That's what I was thinking. Stay over there. Yeah. Wendy. God. Billy was sick of his his. Shitty ass. He's like, I'm gonna shoot you where the gas created. <laughs> relieve relieve some pressure. It out front. <laughs> and Wendy spent six weeks in bed going, ah. He actually died pretty quick afterwards. I really? think the next day he died. Ah, that's too merciful. Yeah. Fuck you, Wendy. Fuck you. <laughs> so when Billy escapes, uh, he's on a horseback and he's actually trying to head back to New Mexico. On his way, he runs into some Apaches. And if you're not from the U.S. and don't know what Apaches are, maybe you do, even if you're not. But if you don't, they are Native Americans. And uh, right now, I wouldn't say that there's necessarily friendly. Um, they don't like between the between each other. Yeah, but they they all they do really is they steal his horse, which is already a stolen horse, and <laughs> right, and they take off with it, and so he's forced to walk, <laughs> and he's in the middle of nowhere. Balls. So when he gets when he arrives to like the next closest town. Yeah, he's nearly starving to death because he had to walk the whole time. And he shows up to a settlement somewhere called Pecos Valley. Pecos. Pecos. Fuck, I don't know what that is. It's in New Mexico. And uh, he knocks on a door who, when they come to him, they see that he's just about dead. So they nurse him back to health. Oh, wow. And it turns out that the person's door that he knocked on is friends with a gang called the Seven Rivers Warrior. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So after being nursed back to health, can you dig it? Can you dig it? Warriors. Can you, Billy? Can you dig it? He can dig it. Can you? Yeah. Yes. So he doesn't join up with Seven Rivers Warriors, but he uh, is introduced to a bunch of other people, and he kind of joins up a band of rustlers who like to raid herds of cattle. They like to go steal. That's not as fun as the Warriors. Well, it might get more interesting. Sweet. Yeah, well, I mean, cattle stealing is probably... What else is there down there to steal, so... Nothing. I mean, you either tip them over or you steal them. That's, that's what fun is. All right. I'll take it. Get yeah. drunk and do that. But Billy's now... Hell yeah. I mean, he's wanted for murder. He's now a fugitive. Yeah. Kind of twice over. And is joined up with a bunch of other outlaws. So he's, he's still 15, 16 years old at this time. Wow. Yeah. And he starts introducing himself and signing his name as William H. Bonney, because he's now like, I got to have an alias, and people know me un under Billy, the kid, or Billy. Yeah. So uh, I shot someone. I don't want anyone to come find me, so... But he's going by William? Yeah, William H. Bonney. That's not far enough away, right? Billy. Yeah. Be, be totally... Be Clyde. Be <laughs> Clyde Johnson. Be Shane. Be... What? Yeah. Yeah. Jacob. Jacob Shane the Eighth. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't want to know about it, and you give them this fake long ass story, and they're like, "Wow, Shane, you're really boring," and they don't want to talk to you anymore. The Gunpowder Jim, whatever their fucking weird names they give, a different yeah. name, fine. Indian Pounder Johnson. <laughs> it's awful, Johnson. Yeah, well, no, that's what everyone thinks. It's like, wow, you're violent. You're like, no, I'm really into Indian chicks. I pound them. Yeah, dude, I tell you, those Native girls. Woo! 
<laughs> well, so while he's in this gang, it, this is kind of funny. They just, they're a big enough gang, and they're going to travel down further south in New Mexico, and they're hitting up city after city. Mm. Every time they go into a city, they find a restaurant and the, or saloon, and they order all the stuff that they want, and then they tell everybody, you know, the people who own it, like, we're not paying, by this the way. This is a stick-up. They don't even rob them. They, well, I mean, they rob of the, of the food and booze, but they're not taking their money. They're just like, yeah, Hell we're not yeah. paying. We're not, we're not paying. That's, and that's some gang shit right there. Because they're kind of a big enough group, yeah. nobody's able to stop them, or they don't want to like confront them. There's like, but well, okay. Mid Southwest like, side, what? Like, there's a dozen of you. I guess, I guess you guys ate for free. So you all have guns. That sucks. That yeah. sucks for me right now. Pretty much. I'm a small business owner. And this is literally mom and pop. He's like, I'm. We're gonna starve. Thank you. That was actually hope so. Woo! See you later. And during this time, he's like learning to shoot, and he gets pretty good at shooting. He's hanging out with this gang. They're pretty rough and tough to the point where, like, they probably made fun of him, even though he's part of their gang. He's a murderer. What's well, kind of they need to respect that. Uh, it's almost kind of like initiation. Like they probably like shot bullets at the ground next to his feet and like laughed Gosh. and shot like his hat. You Isn't know? that just Back to the Future Three? Yeah, right, <laughs> dude. This kind of funny shit kind of comes. Dance, up boy, dance. Yeah, that shit comes up later on. Sweet. So uh, he probably had to kind of sharpen his own edges to hang out with them. You know, had to All act right. tough around them. So when they did stuff that was crazy like that, he had to act like it didn't bother him. I am going to see him in my mind as Michael J. Fox. Because really his whole upbringing is cool. Like, no parents because that sucked. Yeah. Orphan, working hard. Gets rough because he has to. Kills a guy in self-defense. Joins a gang. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Right? So he's not like a villainous up to this point. I, I agree with you on this. Which is Michael J. Fox. He's not villainous. He's just a little bit, uh, you yeah, know. Caught in the wrong place and, you know, doesn't really quite fix it. Yeah, and he does it with an, a great amount of charm. Yeah. Everybody fucking loves that guy. Yeah. But he's small, so at first they'd initiate by shooting his feet, and then they'd be like, ah, we like you. Yeah, Billy, come on, Billy. We, we like you, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah. Get in here. You shake a little bit. That's... Maybe see a doctor about that later. Yeah. 30 years from now, maybe. Poor guy. Hmm. <laughs> we'll go back in time and find, or go in the future and find a cure. I don't know if there's a cure for Parkinson's. Well, not now, but in the future, when you get up to 88 miles per hour. <laughs> well, so uh, Billy, like I was saying before, he gets really good with his six shooters. Um, some people have claimed, I couldn't find a whole lot on this, um, so I can't really fully back it, but some people... People claim that Billy might be one of the fastest drawers in the world. There's there's a speed test you can do where, hmm. and I don't know how they would even test it for Billy, other than what people said of word of mouth, and that could have easily been exaggerated. But there's this test you can do where, like, you draw your weapon at the same time you see, like, a light turn on in today's day. Like, this is how... Yeah, like if you're in a, like a shooting range where they're, like, trying to test how fast you're going to be. Yeah, so they have a light that goes on. The second you see the light, you quickly draw your gun, pull the hammer back, shoot and hit the target, and once your bullet hits the target, it stops the timer. Okay. So when the light goes on is when the timer starts. When your bullet hits the thing, it's when the timer stops. And, like, the fastest people are, like, I don't even know. It's uh, three hundredths of a second or something like that. It's something crazy. That's bananas. Yeah, it's it's super fast. You can watch people do it. And B- Billy is considered, there's only, like, a handful today of people who can actually do it that fast. And... That's what they consider to be fast. Anything slower, like even under a second, still considered slow. I mean, I guess, like, how do you even measure that then 
and exactly. then compare it now. I'm trying to look up because what's that guy who's like supposedly one of the fastest draws of all time? Like Doc something. The older guy. Yeah. Yeah. Doc something. And he can shoot like he he has a whole bunch of tricks where he can shoot so many bullets at once in a short amount of time. And well, this is the guy who was like in that. Oh, Doc Holiday. He's like legitimate old cowboy. Yeah. And like he's the fastest in the world. I'm like, what makes you so fast? I don't. He's Just, old too. Doc well, Holiday is anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe I'll buy a six shooter and just shoot in my backyard and scare my neighbors and be like, no, I'm training. Call, call me Doc Holiday. Ha! <laughs> All right. So, yeah, he's getting good with the pistol. He's also really good with the rifle. Uh, Fast. He has a Winchester rifle. It's like one of his favorites, his favorite guns. He's learning how to shoot, getting fast. I mean, at a certain point, it's survival. He also does tricks, like the stuff you would see in Hollywood, like the spinning it on your fingers. <laughs> and apparently he would... Show off. Yeah. And he'd go to towns and, like, they do their, like... I don't know, steal food, but they would then like talk to the people around me like, yeah, sure. we're in a gang, you can't stop us. And then Billy would start spinning his his guns around. And apparently one witness was so amazed because he could spin one gun on one hand going one way and the other gun on the other hand going the opposite way. That I guess it. that's impressive. I can't even, yeah, no, that's impressive. And then he'd catch them and then put them in his holsters and pull them out. And so people would be like, oh, you stole all that food, but this is oh. this is entertaining. Oh, my britches. Yeah. I need you to do the, the different swirls with your fingers somewhere else. That's a really good voice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're now entering into what's called Lincoln County in New Mexico. All right. Now, Lincoln County, this is kind of a crazy story. So this is an Old West conflict where in Lincoln County there was a, they call it the Lincoln County War. So to kind of give you a little bit of background, because Billy didn't know anything was going on when he enters in. But there's two rival factions. One of them is headed by this man named James Dolan. James Dolan is basically, he, he owns a monopoly in the town. He controls all the trade. He controls everything. He has like the general store that sells all the stuff for people to come eat food, you know, buy food and eat it, but also for like all the ranches. Wow. So like he's making a ton of money and he has no competitors. And anyone that tries to come in, he makes them leave. He's like, get out of here, and he threatens Just them and shit. Hire your employees to threaten them. Yeah. That's beautiful. So there is that's a... The, that's, that's free market capitalism right there. Yeah. Just threaten everybody it's out. A, it's a way of business back then, apparently. Mm-hmm. But there is another man who comes in. Uh, he's an Englishman, actually, who, from England, like, showed up, immigrated, and... I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. This is quite strange and dusty. He doesn't quite know what he's getting into. Mm. Um, his name is John Toonstall. And he opens up a competing general store, essentially. Not smart, John. Yeah, and there's a lot of problems going on. We have tea time here to like, civilize this Western. Get your tea and get out of here, you queer. So this has been going on before Billy shows up, and James Dolan actually has like the sheriff in his pocket. He's got he's hired up some gangs to kind of sweet help intimidate or protect himself, all this shit. This is definitely like Salt Lake City businesses. <laughs> yeah, just like Salt Lake City the Mormons and the uh It's the Mormons and the non Mormons. Yeah. And the Mormons have the sheriffs in their pocket. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. So if you're a bar, you have to play some pretty serious politics to stay open. It's pretty crazy. We are still the Wild West. I mean everybody walked around with guns. That's the sound of me having a draw with the 
profit of the church because I'm like, but you're you're quick. Like we've already talked about before. Old man, <laughs> my ex girlfriend called me the fastest draw of all. Ha! So James Dolan, he's kind of considered. I mean, he's considered an asshole. He's, he owns Monopoly, and he's controlling everything. Yeah. Um, with the uh, John Tunstall though, he he's trying to do everything kind of actually diplomatically and legally, even though the sheriff is against him. Like he doesn't really know. You're not American. Yeah. What are you doing here? But he has like ranch hands who kind of join up his faction, and he tries to also hire some gang members to kind of help keep away the other gang members that are trying to intimidate him from the other side. Yeah. But when Billy shows up and doesn't know any of this going on, he's looking for a job. He's like, I, I, I have done ranch hand before. Like, I'll, I'll take the job. And John's like, perfect. John gives him a horse, gives him a rifle. Hmm. And this isn't normal to do. So John's kind of like doing it as like a nice gesture. Like, hey, thanks for joining up. You don't and think it's like... Maybe you could also help me just in case. Right. He that's what I'm thinking. He doesn't well, actually like, ask this Billy. Is, this kid has gang affiliations. Well, I he need might. security. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm not sure if you even really talked to Billy about it because Billy doesn't know about this stuff going on for like, quite a while. Hmm. But he gives him that stuff maybe just as a precursor. I don't know. But Billy thinks of him as gifts. He's like, this is the first gift that anyone's ever given me. Ever. Wow. So he's like, thanks. And yes, I will work on your ranch. That makes me very sad, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and especially because um, Billy's actually, when, they, when his gang lands in this town, the gang continues on. And he's like, I think I'm going to actually try to make a legitimate life. I'll all right. take an alias name yeah. so I don't get caught by the law. But maybe doing all this running around stealing stuff isn't the way to go. Being an on-the-road criminal sounds exhausting. Yeah, you're yeah. always on the run. People are out to shoot you. Just change your name and marry a nice lady. Yeah. Work as a ranch hand. So that's kind of Billy's idea here. This old English guy showed me Earl Grey tea. It was pleasant. It was pleasant as shit. Yeah. I'm just going to sit around and be a regular... Joe. Oh, this is nice. Oh, my God. You guys do this every day? What is this? What, you yeah, call mate. this crumpets? What are crumpets? They're delicious. I don't know. Well, you have to know what cricket is, <laughs> young young man, to know what a crumpet is. Have some more tea. <laughs> this is, quite frankly, John, fucking lovely. Yeah. Welcome to America. Welcome. Jesus. You, fu- you talk funny, but I like it. It's, it's interesting. You talk funny. I like it. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Say another thing. Say say something else. Say the queen. Say the say the queen. Aluminium. <laughs> Aluminium. God save the queen. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. You're crazy. <laughs> You're a crazy guy. They actually become friends. Like they, he works with them for a while, and I'm sure they kind of shared a little bit of this stuff that was going on in town. He's like, I'm trying to open up this store, and he's not trying to be yeah. doing things outside of the law. He's trying to do everything. Legally, so he probably kind of gave him his problems. Like, yeah, this guy's giving me a rough time. Whatever, though. Pill- yeah, I've, it'll I, work out. But the guy gave him his first gift ever. Yeah, and he's like, I kind of want to go straight, and this asshole is bugging my only friend in the whole world. Right. And he's See? a tough guy. He's probably like, I'm gonna stick around and fix this. Yeah. Yeah. So Billy's like, about he's only 18 at this time. So we've had like three yeah. years of him kind of running around and doing all this crazy shit. So. One of the days that Billy's working with John and some of the other ranch hands, like, they've been working together for a while, and they're going to go round up some of their horses that, again, I don't know, I guess they just let them out, or maybe they had to go get them because somehow they got out. Seems like a constant thing. I don't know. I don't know why, but they have to go gather the horses and bring them back to town. Maybe Terrible. they just let them go out and feed. I don't know. Terrible animals. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. They're on horseback, 
And as they're coming back to town, Dolan has sent the sheriff and a bunch of armed men to mm. go meet them and say that they have a warrant against them, that they can't come back into town. And so they're shouting at them like, yeah, you got to leave. You guys can't stay here. And they're basically trying to kick John out because he's... Competition. Yeah. Yep. But John doesn't realize the scenario. He's being told by the sheriff he has to leave. And Billy, like, and all the ranch hands start to turn around. Like, we can't win this, buddy. They're like, there's a lot of armed men over there. They're holding up papers, but don't don't go over there. And John thinks he's like, you have no right. What legal right do you have? Let me come over there and look at the papers. And Billy's shouting at John. He's like, this ain't England. Come back, dude. Go go the other way. This isn't looking good. And John trots over. And as they get, as he gets, let me have a word with these gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yes. This will sit down for some tea, maybe. Sirs, let us discuss this like gentlemen. And then they shoot him as he gets close. Cup out. Do they really? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course they do. Yeah, so as John gets close, Welcome to men, America. Welcome to America. That's what we do here. Yeah, you're trying to sell stuff here? Not in my town. I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, this is my turf. Yeah, this is my dirt. This is my shitty-ass dirt. Yeah. I'm going to shoot you right in your goddamn face. Pretty much. He gets shot in the chest, and he falls off his horse. He was unarmed. And uh, they go over and actually shoot him in the head after that to make sure he's dead. Ah. And Billy and the rest of the guys. And the movie is Billy going, No! Yeah. John! <laughs> you gave me gifts! <laughs> Slow motion. And, then, and Billy's like, No! I will remember you. Will you remember me? No. Just got shot in the brains. No! And so Billy saw this happen as he's like taken off. Narrative arc for vengeance. Yeah. It is pretty good though. Narrative arc, yeah. 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 I think we're about to turn here. It is. It is. It's so true. So the Billy and the rest of the you know the ranch hands that were with him, they all meet back up together, and they decide that they're going to call themselves. The regulators, because <laughs> they're going to regulate justice. All right, sounds like a new wave band, but yeah, right. We get down. We regulate the town. That's what. That's very new wavey sound. Pretty good. Shit. Yeah. So they Billy's devastated by this. I mean, he was trying to actually start a legitimate life, and he found an awesome friend. Dragged right back into it. Yep. And now he's pissed off because they killed, you know, John Tunstall. And so they're like, "Okay, we're gonna go get justice." And it's weird because the regulars are made up by a bunch of different people. Uh, John Tunstall had like lawyers that was on his side. They had yeah um, ranch hands, some gang members. So it's like a weird mix of people. Well, this is just Star Wars, though. <laughs> The guy showed him. The nemesis killed him. And yeah. The nemesis is all powerful, and he's like, "Yeah, but I got it. I have to do it anyway." God damn it, George Lucas! <laughs> but so the regulators are consist of all this weird mixed group. So some of the lawyers are actually trying to be like, "Dude, he just killed him in cold blood. We can go get yeah. the sheriff like hung and shit, but we got to go through the right process." Then you got Billy, who's like, "Let's go fucking kill them all." That's that's how you regulate. And he's trying to rile up some of the other people to do the same. So some of the ranch hands are like, yeah, let's go do that with Billy. But some of the lawyers kind of talk about Yeah. 
So some of the lawyers at least talked them down to the point where they're like, look, we're going to go to the governor. We've sent him letters. He's going to come back and give us a, like a warrant and we're going to arrest him or whatever. We're going to arrest the sheriff and all of his men for being like corrupt, shitty sheriff. It seems far-fetched. Yeah. But it's kind of funny because Billy on the side with a few other people come up with a death list because they know all the people. Like they're in a small town. So now Billy is pissed. Knew who was <laughs> there when they shot down John. So Billy and a couple of people are like, all right, here's the death list. Here's all the people that were there. We're going to go hunt them and kill them. Okay. Just one at a time. Yeah. Actually, like, a couple of times sometimes. So yeah. So Billy wanted to kill those guys right away. I love that idea though. Yeah. Yeah. Just so mad. And so while the lawyers are trying to go through their way of going about it, Billy grabs a couple of the regulators and they hunt down two of the posse members. They Two of them decided to leave town or something. Maybe they were scared or maybe they were just like, we're going out of town anyways. And yeah. it wasn't related. But they they find two of them, hunt them down. And it's funny because they capture them. And some of the regulators are like, well, let's take them back to town. And we can like try them and hang them or maybe just hang them, whatever. It seems like a fantasy. And Billy's like, well, let's just kill them right now. Yep. They calm Billy down. Okay. And they start traveling there. And then Billy shoots them. <laughs> yes. So I was going to say... In my Michael J. Fox movie, yeah. they're standing outside like, no, no, trust me, the court of law, is, it's more justice, it's better. And Billy, well, Michael J. Fox, right. takes his glasses off and goes, do you know what's faster than due process? Bullets. <laughs> and, then, and then the, you know, the montage comes in. <laughs> it's like busting a door. And a guy's in there with a prostitute like, huh? What's going on? <laughs> Blap! And then we go to the next one and the guy's like, that like, was the wrong guy. I'm taking a somebody shower. Else. <laughs> I'm just taking a shower. Do, do, do. Blap! Oh, blap! That was the right guy. Yes. Sweet. Let me check my notes here. Death. Not it just says part. death note with a couple names. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Not normally part of the montage to check the note. Okay. And then blasting and another door. Spinning his guns in the different directions. And the guy's like ordering a drink, and Billy shoots the drink out of his hand. He turns around like, huh? Blah! Right in the eyes. <laughs> and it's all directed by, uh, what's his name? He does all the blood and gory scenes, like uh, Kill Bill and shit. Oh. And, yeah. uh, J- and Django Unchained. Tarantino. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Tarantino. God. Yeah, so Tarantino's the one who's directed. So there's just <laughs> blood just <everywhere>. ridiculous. Just <laughs> buckets and buckets. Like a bucket's come out from behind their head. <laughs> Rivers of blood and that follow Billy. I think we need to call Tarantino and maybe um, we'll call Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. He could shake his way through it. <laughs> I believe him. I believe in him. <laughs> Don't. I it's a po- him. it's a positive. I believe he could shake his way through. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh, oh. All right. So, anyways, like that's what happens. Billy shoots them. That is so <laughs> badass, though. Yeah, now the regulators are like, all right, yeah, we fucking killed those guys. Um, Let's just go ahead and keep doing that then. And the next person on the list should be Sheriff Brady, who is the sheriff that was... He's the top boss. He's last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy and the regulators, they go into town, and they find the sheriff and his deputies, who were also there, by the way. And they're walking around town. They don't seem to be too concerned for whatever reason, so... They set up quickly, like they quickly take cover, the regulators. They're like, all right, yeah. here they're coming out. Let's uh, let's wait for them to come around this corner. And then they just start firing like crazy. <laughs> and some of them do return fire back, but they get like, well, first of all, I guess Billy gets shot in the leg by one of the deputies. Oh, wow. So this is like what you were saying earlier, like an actual like gunfight. Like an actual brawl. Like not like Sweet. I'm calling you out, but this is like fucking just shoot everybody. Yeah. I mean, that's Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hiding behind a wagon. 
Yeah, I think they actually did. It was a wagon or some sort of like, I don't know, like. This is just a movie. Yeah, bales of hay and shit. How is Young Guns 2 not more accurate? This is already a movie. Yeah, right? What the fuck? So when Billy gets shot in the leg, like he's a fine or whatever, but they, they shoot the sheriff. And it's funny because he gets shot and kind of falls to the ground. And he sits up and he says, oh, my God, I've been shot. And then they fire again and kill him because they're like, shut up. Beautiful. Yes. Don't complain. So they kill the sheriff. And Beautiful. I think he had like two deputies with him and they killed them too. So the regulators are cleaning up right now. It's funny that I think I can't put my fingers on where the morality is here. It's hard, right? Yeah. You got a corrupt sheriff and monopolies and so, someone killed someone for no reason. Last week, we talked mad shit for like five hours on an American hero. And now we have another like murderer and we're like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> like, I think you might be right. Maybe. It's hard to say. It's, I don't know. It's like a personality thing. It's funny that you say this because this will come up later. I just root for Billy. Yeah. Kill them all. Get them. Patton. Yeah. You complain too much. And now you're like, regulators sound silly, but now I'm like, they're kind of cool. No, I'm de- No, I'm, bu- I'm with it. Yeah. I'm in it now. I'm buying a cowboy hat. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, that might cause a problem. So uh, Billy and the regulators, they hunt down another one of Dolan's men, and I'm not making this name up. The guy's name is Buckshot Roberts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, they go into a shootout with Buckshot Roberts, and they also kill him. But one of the regulators does get shot and killed, though, during the shootout. And this just pisses off Billy and the regulators. They're Buck, like, you that, fucking killed one of us. You kill people with Buckshot. That's true. Yeah. So at the time, word is getting around by the how much violence is going on. Because they keep on going in, finding somebody, and they either have shootouts where they kill them, or they have shootouts and people like run away. That's true. What kind of fucking pandemonium is this town now? Dude, it's crazy. Like, all the poor, like, regular fucking people are like, ah! <laughs> they're like, hide, hide. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And so they're pouncing on these people, shoot them. They're, the regulars are doing a pretty good job of cleaning up, but... It, yeah, regulate. Words get gets to the territorial governor named Samuel Axtell, and he issues yeah. a proclamation to call for everyone to disarm and return to their homes and it is completely ignored. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, yeah, I don't yeah, give a fuck shit. You. Yeah, I'm going to kill everybody because these guys are dicks. Don't care. Yeah, so everyone keeps on getting to shootouts. It just continues on. Because it doesn't stop, they actually send in uh, a new sheriff because they killed the old one. And they also you. send in the U.S. Calvary because they're like, dude, oh. it's going nuts down there. People are just murdering everybody left and right. I mean, yeah, at a certain point. Yep. So they send in the cavalry and they go into Lincoln County where they're all at to stop Billy the Kid and the regulators. Now, the re- the regulators, they've grown to like 50 or 60 men because they keep on getting like other gang members and other people involved. They're like, this is what's going on. Whose side are you on? And it becomes, well, oh, yeah, you know, kind of, this is why it gets named the war. Gang warfare. Because, you know, when you see your city falling apart and you're like well those guys have more guns i want to be on the winning side yeah or i believe those guys are right the sheriff was corrupt fuck them exactly yeah yeah a bunch of them are staying into like this one big long house so there's like many rooms and a lot of the regulators are in them and then there's some other ones that are scattered out about in other buildings that are just they're just staying there while they're hanging out so him and warren g and down. warren g and nate dog are with them nate dog yeah who who's warren g and nate dog they're from the regulators Oh, nice, yeah. Just more rap references for you to... Not wrap my head around. Yeah, I'm going to buy a cowboy hat 
and continually confuse you with rap references. <laughs> Thanks. I hate all of it. <laughs> <laughs> so while they're staying in this big house and Billy's in there, the cavalry comes in, they surround it. Oh, shit. And they're like, yeah, we're coming here to stop you guys. It seems like you're the ones who are causing all the trouble. But they only want to like, so I'm assuming like the president sent the cavalry in. No, I don't think it was a president. I think it was this governor. Just a sectional, a sectional thing? He was able to maybe call in maybe to somebody else, be like, this is what's going on, send yeah. some men down. They're like, okay. I was going to say, like, why can't they send an emissary and talk it out? But at this point, they're not like, what are your reasonable demands? Because they've just been murdering the whole city. Yeah, kind of. All right. Well, and as far I, as they're aware, get that. they murdered the sheriff and they don't know the story. That's true, too. Cause so it's like a gang who comes in, murders the sheriff, and then has a Because they don't know shit about... What's his name? John Bolton? Dolan. Dolan. Yeah. They don't know shit about him, so they just think, ah, it's just a bunch of criminals trying to take over a city. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, Billy, you could have done it slowly, more deliberate. They wouldn't have seen you as a... As a this is way more fun, though. This is way more awesome. Because <laughs> every time you see him, he's wearing sunglasses, and he takes them off really quick. Like, whoosh, whoosh. you know what's tougher than a cavalry? My balls. And they're like, oh, and it goes into another montage of just yeah. him killing everybody. Where he's flipping shotguns in opposite directions. And, and one guy's like, that's amazing. Apply uh, your fingers to my butthole, <laughs> Billy. Well, the cavalry, they surround this house. And it seems, from what I understood, was that they basically start firing at the cavalry. Like, yeah, one, well, one yeah. way or the other happens. And the cavalry lights the place on fire. They're like, fuck you. Like, we'll get you to, we'll smoke you out. You'll either burn to death or you'll come out and we'll shoot you. Doesn't work. And it gets to the point where the fire is actually kind of burning slow, but it's going like room by room. And so they're all kind of slowly moving to this room that's not on fire. So you think uh, history indicates the cavalry like threw fire onto the building. Yeah. Okay. So they lit it up on fire. That's not cool. And it gets to the point where Billy and a bunch of regulators are in this one room that's not quite on fire yet. And they're returning fire out windows and shit. But Billy's like, we've got to escape somehow. So who wants to volunteer to come with me to go return fire while everybody else escapes? And mm. he gets a couple people to to like join up with him. So I can see they're all of us or maybe some of us can get out. Maybe all of us can. Let's see what happens. And yeah. so Billy and a few of the Cover men. Cover fire! Pretty much. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also going to assume this didn't come up, but because there's men in other... Uh, buildings that were the regulators they probably were helping out too they probably came up from behind and probably distracted and shot at them because they're a pretty big gang oh yeah there's like 60 of them hell yeah and i'm not sure if they're all in town right now but there's still do a lot that of them so bad now <laughs> or take over a town <laughs> i just want to take over west salt lake city like i want to get so upset about the corruption get a bunch of populace behind me and we own west salt lake yeah what? And you drinking. You're going to have to send the cavalry to stop me because I'm just <laughs> montaging all day. <laughs> yeah, so Billy and a few of the regulators go down to one of the doorways and they kick it open and they just start firing like crazy. Shit. And this actually gives the chance for some of the other regulators to bounce out of a window and take off. Now, a lot of people do die in this scenario. A lot of regulators, some cavalry. Yeah, if they're surrounded. And I don't know how, but Billy somehow escapes. The way it's described is it was like a hailstorm of lead just being fired from both sides. He's a Houdini type. Seriously, dude. It's just weird. Make it work. He's escaped so many other places. How he escaped from this one, I don't know. He doesn't get shot. A few of his friends do get shot and killed. Some of the ones that were in Young Guns too that get mentioned. Some mm. of those guys. What really happened to them was they died in this fight. Some of them. Weird. Anyways. But so he takes off. He's able to run up the hill. I think they steal horses again, and they just keep going. This is, that's his, yeah, it's his thing. Yeah. 
So he escapes. It's pretty crazy. This also reminds me a lot of like Ted Bundy. Why so? He just keeps escaping. Oh, yeah. It's just escalating in violence. It's weird. Yeah, that's right. He kept escaping like the courthouse and jail and shit. Yeah. I was actually going to make that a fun fact, uh, a Ted Bundy thing, but it wasn't long enough to make. Yeah. So I'll just throw it in the middle of the show now when it has no relevance at all. Perfect. I'm reading the Anne Rule Ted Bundy book, mm-hmm. Stranger Beside Me. Oh, right, right, right. The girl who worked with him. Exactly. At the like crisis hotline. Yeah, yeah. It's very good if you can handle the uh, intensity of it. Yeah. I did rip the book in half at a certain point. Oh. Uh, when it got to his last victim, who's like 14. Oh, Jesus. When you find out what he did to her, I ripped the book in half and then like crumpled a bunch of the pages. But anyway, <laughs> the fun fact was, uh-huh. what's the Anne fact? Rule, she worked with him at the crisis line and occasionally would bring her dog in. And her dog, like every dog, loves everybody. Sure. Did not fucking like Ted Bundy. Dogs know, man. Growled and barked at him, even though he would just like approach from a desk away and the dog would be like, Bones boys! Bone boys know the truth. So if your good little boy or girl is nervous about somebody, they're a rapist. Yeah. My dogs bark at you every time you come over. <laughs> Literally every time I come over, your dogs... They know you. <laughs> ...freak out. Ah, it's probably nothing. <laughs> Let's never talk about it again. Sounds good. Never. You carried a knife on you? No. So, <laughs> to get back into the story. Wow. Yeah. The governor is, uh, a new territorial governor is actually appointed after Billy escapes with a bunch of the regulators. So, they have this new guy who's named Lou Wallace. Lou okay. Wallace, you're going to find out. I think it's kind of it's an asshole. <laughs> but <laughs> Lou Wallace, um, he holds warrants for several of the men that were a part of pretty much all of this regulators he also has some for some of the other guys all right but it definitely includes billy the kid however to try to make peace because he, he doesn't know how to stop these people from killing each other and they're armed yeah and they send cavalry in and then they like kill some cavalrymen and they escape so well, he, now billy's kill list is just longer yeah 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 he keeps on getting more and more people so lou wallace tries to come up with an idea and he's like all right here's what i'm gonna do he writes a letter to basically everybody it's like another proclamation kind of a thing where he's like billy and the regulators um who are still alive if you guys agree to peace i won't charge anybody for anything sweet like we'll just clean slate but you have to stop let's knock it off yeah let's knock it off he's like you'll all be pardoned just please stop and yeah i mean it actually kind of works out so this gets passed around. Billy's kind of actually done fighting. He's like, look, this is this is getting nuts. He's like, I have to watch my back every fucking second. I have to make sure I'm not going to get hunted down and killed. Too much notoriety. He's like, if I can get the cavalry off me and the other gang off me, yeah, okay. So he writes a letter, Billy does, to the other gang that was on the other side. Mm-hmm. That was on Dolan's side. He writes a letter and says, all right, look, we'll all be pardoned. Let's have peace. We'll even meet up and we'll talk. I'll make you some Earl Grey tea. But it'll be chill. Yeah. Yeah. Billy, so he sends a letter and the other gang agrees. Dolan's gang is like, all right. Sweet. We're going to all get pardoned for this. Let's meet up and talk. And they do. They meet up, they talk, they make peace, and everything goes super well. Wow. I don't believe you. Until they go to the saloon and get drunk. Yeah. And Dolan, so there's a lawyer that was on John's side, Billy's side, right? Right. Who was like, nah, I'm still coming after Dolan. I'm still going to try to do this the legal way, though. So he's like, I'm still going to get a warrant for your arrest. That's not unfair. And Dolan shoots him. <laughs> well, Dolan doesn't shoot him, but Dolan tells his gang to shoot them. It's like, oh, that's really, that's really cute. That's really fun. You got uh, an indictment there. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I have an indictment, too. 
It's, it's made, called that guy's gun when made, he shoots you with made it. Made out of lead. Kapow. Yeah. So Dolan's not there when he gets shot, but he puts out the order essentially. And when they meet up with this lawyer, it's actually kind of sad because the lawyer's like in bad condition. Like this is the old West and he's sick and who knows what he has. Probably always. Yeah. He's like wrapped up in bandages and shit for whatever reason. These people. And he's walking around town and Dolan's men approach him and they're like, what are you up to? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And the lawyer responds back. He's like, yeah, my business is my own. And they don't like that he's being anything. They're going to kill him anyways, but they don't like that he's doing that. So they pull out their guns and tell him to dance. And I'm not even joking. Dance, you. boy. This actually happens. Oh, no. So he tells him to dance. And the lawyer's like, I'm not going to perform Fuck for a bunch you. of drunk assholes. So he's like, I'm not doing it. And so like, oh, cool. So they shoot him in the head. And he dies. That's not cool. Yep. They all go into the saloon and Billy and his gang are all there too. And they saw this shit happen. Oh, they know their lawyer got killed? Yeah. Murked? Now, when this gang comes back in the saloon, they tell Billy, they're like, look, Mm. we are not trying to cause the war again. As a matter of fact, this is to prevent the war. That guy was going to keep on coming after us and it was going to continue the war. So we're not we're not trying to start shit again and we're not going to shoot you people. There's some... We just shot that guy because he was still coming after us. So if you guys are cool and you're not coming after us, we won't shoot you. And Billy's like, okay. (sighs) But they tell Billy, well, they actually tell Billy's gang for whatever reason, in order to keep the peace, you go plant the gun on his body so that way we can say it was self-defense, that he came in, the lawyer, and was trying to shoot us. And nobody really wants to step up, and Billy finally is like, all right, I'll do it. Give me the gun. So he takes the gun, and him and the regulators walk out, and they're like next to the body. They see that he's dead, and they don't plant the gun. They just get on their horses and ride off. They're like, fuck this, dude. Weird. Yeah. Well, Billy has a different idea. Billy writes a letter to the new territorial governor, Lou Wallace, the one who said like, hey, keep the peace, and then you guys are all, you know, won't be charged. And he starts to tell Lou Wallace what Dolan did, like how this all really started. Yeah. He's like, look, man, Dolan has a monopoly. He pushed out everybody else before I even got there, and then he shot my friend for no reason. My only friend. Which he had the sheriff do, and the sheriff was corrupt, and this is why the whole thing started, and that was the only way we could really defend ourselves. I'm not just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So There's a reason. Billy's trying to explain this, and when he writes the letter to Wallace, Wallace writes the letter back and says, look, I'll come down to Lincoln County, and let's meet up and have a secret meeting, Ooh. and we'll talk about this. So Billy's a little wary because he's like, yeah, this guy could technically could put me in jail for all the murders. He could have said that he was going to. There's that. Right. Yeah. So he does show up by himself, though, and he talks to Lou Wallace, and he's like, all right, you're not going to put me in jail? Lou is like, no, you're good. Like, let's talk about it. He gives him all the details. Lou says, hey, if you testify against Dolan, oh, then we will wipe everything clean. For the murder of the guy earlier? The English guy? Well, for they're going to go after him for the English guy as well as the guy that was just killed in the streets, the lawyer. Okay. Yeah. So he says, if you do that, I'll wipe all the stuff from before Yeah. everything you've had. Because right now I only wipe the murders that you've done in this war. Good deal. <laughs> but beforehand, we, you have a warrant out and That's shit. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. That's a 18 murders. And Billy's like, I'm putting myself in danger by doing this. This whole game will come kill me if they find out I'm doing this. So yeah. you, you have to cut me a yeah. deal. You have to protect me. And wipe all my shit clean. And then I'll go and live a normal, legitimate life. And so Lou's like, all right, you got yourself a deal. Snitches get stitches, Billy. Gotta be careful. I don't like this. So Me and Nate Dog don't like this. Yeah. Nope. So Lou and Billy decide the best way to do this is Lou's going to claim that he caught Billy the kid. 
Because he is an out, a famous outlaw. Yeah. So he's like, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll yeah. say we caught you. We'll put you in jail, which will actually keep you safe. And that way, one, nobody knows wow. that you're telling on anybody. So that way, you just seem like you're captured. You're not a part of us making a deal or, or testifying or anything. Yeah. And that way, no suspicion. And then you're also, you're in jail. You're safe from everybody else. So Billy agrees. He's like, yeah, sounds good. Let's do this. And Billy has, stays in jail for like 28 days while they're trying to get all the legal process to. He doesn't even fucking leave? No, he doesn't. So they actually do capture Dolan and they bring him in and they have a trial hmm. and he's not found guilty for the lawyer. And I think the only reason why is because he wasn't actually there. Yeah. It's... They couldn't prove he actually said to his men like, yes, go kill that guy. But they do put him in jail or they do uh, charge him for killing John. Sweet. Yes. However, he's acquitted. So they charge him with it. They go through the process, and they're like, "You know what? Rich white guys. You're fine." And dude, I didn't find anything, but I can only think this guy's rich as shit. He paid him off. I I swear he did. Hey, it's the old west, man. You pull the judge aside with a bag of money. Yep, that's it. Not to mention Billy, while he's testifying Terrible. against them, the judge tells Billy, "By the way, you're getting charged as well for all, all right, murders." All right, I'm back. I'm back on Billy's side. That's all it took. <laughs> yeah. That's all it took. And Billy's like, hold on, hold on. I've got Lou Wallace who said that he's, we had a deal. And no. the judge is like, I don't give a shit about I, that deal. No. No Lou Wallace shit. Yeah. Mm -mm. So Billy's in jail. He writes another letter to Lou. Oh! And he's like, Lou, you got to understand the judge isn't listening to me. You got to come down here and like get me out because he doesn't give a shit what you say. No. But if you come here, you have the right to do so. Lou ignores his letters. Because what talks is money. So Billy goes back into jail, and they're telling him they're going to charge him for basically everything they have on him. Which is fucked. Which is a ton of murders, a ton of different, like, petty stuff even. They're going to get him for everything. So Billy, uh, he escapes jail. <laughs> he of course. Leaves. That's what he does. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he could have gone out the whole time. I don't know if he had any help. There's, We don't really know how he escaped. We just know that he tried was to, able to. Yep. And he left. Tried to trust the system one time. Yep. That's what happens. And this makes him pretty much the most famous outlaw right now. Yeah. With how much of everything that's gone on, and they captured him, and he escapes. Now he's like, everybody's after him. It's a great news story. Yeah. Yeah. He is able to meet up with his group of friends, the Regulators, again, and they go back to what they know best, rustling cattle, stealing shit. Hell yeah. They kind of just do their thing. So at one point when Billy is, uh, as I was saying, he's a pretty good card player. Yeah. He's looking for a couple of guys, though, to play cards with him. And there's two guys that are dressed kind of odd who go to the bar and order drinks. They seem really stoked for whatever odd. reason. And he's like, yeah, come play poker with me. Okay. And they sit down with him. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys across from the table accuses Billy of cheating. Don't do that. And Billy loses it. And he flips over the table and starts shooting and starts fighting. And the two boys grab him and pull him into a telephone booth. This... So I don't know anything else that you said up to this point. And this sounds... I've seen this documentary. Yes. I've seen this documentary. And he gets transported... Yes. ...into the 80s, the 1980s. Mm-hmm. San Dimas, I think. That's right, San Dimas. And he goes in and he gets taken to all these crazy places like water slides and, oh, and he yeah. eventually goes to the mall. Then he fires his gun a couple times, which freaks everybody out. Just in the air. And... <laughs> what? Just like in his time frame, in this time frame, the law is after him. <laughs> so he runs, That's he's trying theme. to run away. It's a theme. He's with uh, a couple other crazy fellows. Yeah. And, and he ice skates. He's on the ice. Yeah. It looks like he's about to take some of the guys out, but unfortunately, he, 
He does not well on ice. He slips and falls and gets arrested. Only Canadians can ice skate. I, and Russians. The cool thing is he escapes jail. He actually does. And then <laughs> he, he go, <laughs> and then he goes on stage and he performs a little bit of ditty and shows his guns and then he gets taken his back nice to long coat. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets taken back to his time frame. Which like other characters in that documentary, yes. oddly seem unaffected by this event. They just go on with their lives. Yeah. Because it was a cool one-time fun thing, and then... Eh, it happens to everybody. Whatever. Yeah. Time travel is like a thing. They don't really bring it up ever again. It's like, if you are super important, you will probably time travel too. And it's... Yeah, it's cool, but it's, it's nothing to brag about. You don't need to write it down or anything or don't talk be a about jerk. It. Don't be a jerk about it. Yeah. It just happened. It's a good time. It's fine. Don't sully it. Yeah. It's like, when aliens take you up in their ship and sexually molest you, like, keep that to yourself. That's... Yeah. It's a thing that happens. It's cool. Don't be a dick about it. That's what happened to Billy. <laughs> He did, you know, show um, Socrates a couple uh, cool gun moves. Yeah, they were hanging out. They were both violent guys, <laughs> actually. <laughs> yeah. They probably made a good pair. Yeah. Him and Genghis as well. Oh, the three of them would take over the whole fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be dangerous. So anyways, <laughs> he gets taken back to his time frame. But during this time, Billy does try to avoid any kind of violence. He doesn't want to, like, cause a lot of attention to himself, even though he's still in shit. And he's like, that, I can, you know, that's, a lot of people do that. It's avoidable, but. That could be anybody. But if I start shooting people and it draws that much attention, I'll have the law back on my ass again. He's starting to feel that vice pressure of yeah. the government. Well, here's a fun little story about Billy. Mm -hmm. So while he's trying to avoid violence, a man named Joe Grant shows up as a newcomer in the area that he's working in. Joe Grant. Because he's always, Billy's always like, I'm a ranch hand, and then I go do all this other crazy stuff, and then I go to a different ranch that yeah. I work there just to make some money while I'm also stealing shit and making money. Right. So the details are very, very vague of exactly what happened, but people have tried to piece it together, and there's some witnesses that we do know some details for sure, but it's kind of hard to tell. According to Billy, he was warned that this newcomer was coming in, Joe Grant, who was going to kill Billy. And Why? we don't, that's the part that's vague. We don't know if the oh. law sent him. We don't know if the gang, like the other gang sent out someone to go hunt Billy down. They paid him to go shoot Billy. Hmm. It could have been many different people. We just know that Joe Grant was trying to kill Billy and Billy was warned about it. Somehow the word got back hmm. to him. He's some kind of assassin. Yeah. Known I don't killer. know if he's a. I don't know if he's even an assassin. If maybe like Joe Grant might have even been loud about it. Like that seems to be a, a lot of the stories uh, in here. Everybody talks to everybody. They're like I'm, I'm gonna here. kill him. I'm gonna kill Billy. Do you know him? And he's like, yeah, I'm his best friend. He's like, sweet. Where is he at? Cool. He's like, uh, he's that way. And then he goes and tells Billy, I don't I'll know. Kill you too. Yeah. But he also knows that Joe Grant is like not surprise ambush him, but he's gonna try to come in and act like normal. All right. So Billy's aware of this and. Bill Grant, or sorry, Joe Grant does show up, and when he does, Billy walks up to him, and they're talking and chatting just normal, and Billy says something along the lines of like, oh, your guns look really nice, can I look at them? And Joe's like, sure. Billy starts looking at his gun, he opens up the barrel and looks at it, and there's only three bullets out of the six. And he's pretending to admire it, and everybody else is kind of walking away or whatever. He puts his gun back, the barrel back, so it's going to hit an empty barrel, yeah. so there's not a bullet in it for the R next shot. Right. And he gives it back to Joe Grant. And Joe decides that this is the best opportunity, apparently. Perfect. Pulls out the gun and points it into Billy's face, fires, which, of course, the hammer hits nothing. And then Billy draws really quickly and shoots him, kills him. Beautiful. So he tricks the guy who's out to kill him. Like, huh, interesting. He's like, oh, I thought you might be here to kill me, so yeah. Let's find, 
Let's find out real quick. Now, Billy, again, Billy claims self-defense. He's like, I wasn't going to shoot this guy. That's why I went this way about it. I could have been wrong. Maybe somebody who told me could have been wrong. So I tested it by making sure the next bullet was blank. I gave him a chance. Motherfucker tried to kill me first. And if I would have like not reacted, he would have eventually fired enough times to kill me. Yeah. He had two more empty barrels that he would have shot at me with. Yeah. So I had all that time to go. Exactly. What? Billy, again, is still, still trying to say, like, I'm not trying to murder people. Like, it's just the scenario. Like They just keep coming up to me, <laughs> yeah. and I murder them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Billy and his gang end up uh, stealing over 100 cattle from a rancher after this. And what do you do with 100 cattle, guys? I don't guys? even know. <laughs> I don't even know if it's for fun them. or if it's for, like, yeah. I bet profit. at that point, they're so good at, like, <laughs> check this out. Let's just do it. Let's just see what happens. (laughs) Then we'll just let them go. Yeah. So they steal this, and this obviously makes the owner of the cattle very upset. And uh, he decides to call the newly elected Lincoln County Sheriff, Pat Garrett, to go and hunt down Billy the Kid for stealing all the cattle. Good luck. So Governor Wallace, if you remember, he was the guy who was supposed to pardon Billy. Yeah, but he and didn't, then ignored him. Yeah, didn't end up doing that. Dick. He puts out a bounty for $500 on the capture of Billy the Kid. So now he's like, yeah, get him. Yeah, you know, he's not helping his re-election. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Fuck the government. And today's money, uh, I looked it up. It seems wrong, but it showed it as being like $12,000, which doesn't seem like a lot, but I feel like $500 back then was a, probably a ton of money. Yeah, but... I don't know. So, mm. Pat Garrett, he's the new sheriff. He's been called to go hunt down Billy the Kid. Also, if he gets him, then he gets $500. So All right. That's a pretty good package. He hunts down Billy. That's a lot of hookers. Yeah. 500 bucks back then. Oh, I'm sure. That's probably maybe the rest of your life. I don't even know. You might actually be, be able to pay for ones that have teeth. Yeah. That, that weekend. That's two quarters. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they charge. Yeah. A quarter show for me, teeth. Show me your or, teeth. How many you got? One, two, three, 75 cents. Damn, right. let's go. Let's do this shit. So, yeah, Pat is trying to hunt down Billy, and he's doing it kind of by word of mouth. Once again, everything kind of travels that way. And he finds out that Billy may be heading to a village called Fort Sumner, which Ooh. is in New Mexico. He's not, like, leaving the state or anything. But, yeah, so he's, Pat has a posse, and they know that Billy, or they at least think Billy's going to go to this Fort Sumner. Sure. And they're like, well, maybe we can beat him there if he's not there yet already. So that's what they do. They ride up there really quick, and then they hunker down, and it's bad weather. It's, like, cold and snowy and super windy, but they're staying there. They're like, I think he's going to come. And Billy and his gang do show up, and they're riding in town, and Pat and his posse shout out to halt, and a shootout begins. Ah, there we go. Yeah. So they start shooting at each other. One of Billy's gang's um, gang members gets shot and killed. Hmm. He's kind of actually just left behind. Like, everybody leaves including Billy, they, like, take off. Like, they fire a bunch. They think he was already shot? I don't know if they knew or not. Oh, bummer. But they, everyone just started firing their, their rifles and shit, and then they take off the way they came. They're down one person. You know what's great is, like, this movie could go one of two ways. You could go, you could slow it down, and the music could be like, jun, 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 and it's slow motion. Or you can... You can pull out a fiddle and go. It depends on how you want the movie to go. Yeah. For tone. Yeah. So Pat Garrett's uh, clearly upset because they didn't get Billy. That's really his main. He doesn't even care about anybody else. Like, well, he's the leader, man. He's, he's the, like, I gotta get Billy. Yeah, he's the whole thought behind it. all their all their. Sh- they just keep fucking following him around. So he doesn't 
Yeah, he doesn't care about the rest. He wants Billy, and Pat tells the men that he knows what Billy looks like, and they can't make any more mistakes like this. They can't just start open firing, because Billy will just keep escaping. He's good yeah. at what he does, guys. So they're like, next time we meet up with them, I'm going to see which one Billy is. Like, we're going to sneak up, I'm going to point him out, and then we're going to get him this time. And Pat, I mean, granted, I think he's trying to capture him alive, but because they have weapons, they probably will... No, I get fire it. either yeah, way. Just kill him. Yeah, that's, that's what you would have to do. So he tells them what Billy looks like um, <clears throat> to try to help them out. And Pat and his posse find Billy and his gang where they escaped to. They went to a place called Stinking Springs, which just sounds funny to me. Stinking Springs. Stinking Springs. It just sounds so cowboyish. That's where all the local kids go to lose their virginity. <laughs> Stinking Springs. Stinking Springs. <laughs> <That's> gross. <laughs> it didn't stink there before all the teenagers. <laughs> nope, it stinks now, though. <laughs> stinks like sex up here. God, it's fucking weird. Sounds like unwashed genitals. Yeah, I don't think they bathe very much. Nope. <laughs> and you got to lose your virginity at some point, so why not at Stinking Springs? <laughs> So they, they find them at the Stinking Springs, and they're trying to sneak up to him. Uh, Pat again tells them, he's like, actually, I know Billy wears a very specific hat. It's actually a sombrero, and it's a specific sombrero. So Is that real? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Billy used to like to wear this sombrero a lot. And uh, so he tells them, like, if you see that sombrero, that's Billy for sure. All right. And they're waiting outside this building that Billy and all the regulators are staying at. And they also see a guy come out to come feed the horses who's wearing the sombrero that Pat just described. And there he they is. open fire. They put tons of bullets into this guy. Mm. It's, it's not Billy. Nope. It's not Billy the Kid. No. It's one of his members that, you know, is hanging out with him. Is it his hat? Or it just looks like it? It's another hat that looks like it. No. It's not. He's not wearing Billy's hat, but I see it'd be Billy. Funny if Billy like here, wear this for a little bit. Yeah, where he's like, "This is a, gi- a gift for you, I sir." I smell danger. Hey, uh, go feed the horses. Here. Hey, Todd, you got a piss? Wear this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, walk out there. Go out there and see what happens. Bam, bam, bam. I knew it. <laughs> Shit, I need to escape this too. <laughs> yeah, no, it just happened to be that somebody else also liked the hat in his gang, and Pat was just wrong that Billy was the only one to wear one. God, they are fucking excited, though. <laughs> yeah. They so, see uh, one sombrero and they just... <laughs> Last one! <laughs> we got him! Well, it's not Billy. Oh, shit. shit. Well, I can't tell. He's just a pile of <laughs> fucked up meat now. Yeah. So the guy who was killed, it's kind of sad because the guy who was killed told Billy, he was like, I'm done running from the law. I'm actually going to go turn myself in. Oh, um, wow. He's like, after we're done with all this, I'm going back to town and I'm done. And Bummer. Billy's like, do your thing. That's fine. And then he walks out and gets shot pretty much. Yeah. Shit balls. Yeah. Oh, Billy. Oh, Billy. Actually, this works out for Pat anyways, because Billy and the gang decide to surrender. They're, like, surrounded, and one of their gang members just got shot. Yeah, I guess they don't know what they're up against, right? Billy doesn't know how to escape from this one, so he's like, fuck it. We surrender. Like, we threw out our guns. We're what coming a- out. Whatever. And Pat's like, I don't mind taking you in alive. I was only going to shoot you because I figured that's how it was going to go down. So, sure, we'll take you in. Well, how old is uh, Billy now? Billy's like... 19 or 20. Fuck! Yeah. I was thinking he was at least like late 20s. No. All of this is happening within a His couple life of years. Is so fast. Yeah. So in Old West times, 19 is like what, 56? Like 80. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like. I'm he's too- actually gone past the point where most uh, people make it, I think. I'm too tired for this. <laughs> uh, I've seen too many shootouts. Yeah. Nah, fuck it. So they capture him and they have to take him on a bunch of, like, to a, di- a bunch of different towns. A lot of reporters find out he's captured and they like try to go hunt down to like get 
reports and oh, put it yeah. in the newspapers. Like everybody's talking that Billy the Kid got captured. It's even like as far as New York City, they're like Billy the Kid. Holy cow, the guy who's out in the West who's caused all Damn. this terror has been so caught. So he he really just represents that like wild West persona. Oh, yeah. He's probably the most famous right. outlaw. All right. In all of cowboy history. He's a fast shooter, man. Yeah. Same notoriety I had in, in high school. Yeah. So they're gonna go he's gonna go stand trial for all of his crimes. That's what they're essentially taking him to go do. And they have to go through all these towns. He actually got arrested. Just again. Yeah. Damn, Billy. Yeah. And Billy says a lot of cheeky things to the reporters. Like he says, If only I had my Winchester, I licked the whole crowd. And yeah. like he's like happy go lucky. The reporters are like, This guy's so crazy. Like, what the fuck? Well and this I bet kid. Because, like, you know, the type of research you're going to do, you're not going to find, like, memoirs from these old fucking cowboys. Yeah, not so much. It's all going to be, like, new shit. So, yeah. in person, clearly, he's very charming. Oh, yeah. He's got to be. Oh, yeah. The way he attracts people like that. Well, one of the reporters asks Billy, like, why are you acting so calm and so cheery and stuff when you're going to be tried for all these murders and probably be hung and shit? And he just responds back, he's like, what's the use of looking on the gloomy side of everything? The laugh's on me this time. And he was like <laughs> joking around and <laughs> laughing and, and everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck? This kid is weird. This kid don't give a fuck. Pretty much. So, uh, and yeah, every newspaper is running all this shit. It's huge Sweet. news. Sweet. Now, Billy's in jail for about three months during this time, and he writes letters to Governor Wallace again, Lou Wallace. And he, he's like, yeah, he's yeah. like, dude, I, you, you should give me clemency. You already owe it to me. Like, this is fucked up. And he tries to explain, like, all the murders after the fact. He's like, this guy was trying to hunt me down. <laughs> That's what's going on. That's this why guy, that guy died. He like, stole my ham sandwich. Not my fault. This guy scuffed my boots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He made fun of my hat. So Billy goes to trial for the murder of Sheriff Brady was really the big one they were trying to get him on, and he's found guilty. And it's reported the judge told Billy that he was going to hang until he was dead, dead, dead. And supposedly, and this isn't like most people don't believe this, but Relax, supposedly judge. Billy said that he he told the judge he can go to hell, hell, hell. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hang till you're dead, dead, dead. That's the old. That's the old school way of being like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Go jump on a pole. Because of judge. where Billy killed the sheriff where they killed him they want to take him back to that town to get hung so they're going to build gallows up and hang him there all right so billy's moved to lincoln county and he's held under guard like usually like multiple guards are guarding him because they know Mm -hmm. and he's on the second floor of the town courthouse they're trying to make sure he doesn't escape bummer and he can even look out the window to watch his gallows being built so he's like huh that's this is real (laughs) i think that's always yeah i've been kind of a thing yeah they build your gals like outside your window. I want you to look at it. <laughs> look at it. That's what I always say to my wife when I put my strap on. On look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Does she? Briefly. No. She sort of looks away from her phone. She's like, "Yeah, that's nice." And she goes back to her phone. Yeah, it's kind of that thing where like you put your head up, but your eyes are still down. Mm-hmm, that's good. Yeah, that's nice, honey. Look at me. Look at it. You're not looking. Notice me, senpai. Notice me. <laughs> so Billy almost always has multiple people guarding him wherever he goes, like if they're going to take him to get food or if they're going to take him to like the bathroom or whatever. Lame. Um, however, Pat Garrett has to leave to go to another town to get, like he collects taxes, like apparently. So he leaves town. All right. And he's got two deputies that guard Billy. 
one of the deputies has to actually take a bunch of other prisoners to across the street. There's like a restaurant there, and that's how they feed the prisoners. Right. So they're all shackled and, you know, arms and legs, and he takes them over there. So Billy's only got one deputy that's guarding him right now. And Billy tells the deputies, like, I got to go use the outhouse. I'm going to use the bathroom. And it's around the backside of the courthouse. So the deputy's like, all right, like, let's go. Come on. And he's shackled and everything. So Billy goes down. He goes in the bathroom. And I need he... you to take my pants off. Can't reach them. <laughs> no, he doesn't All do the that. chains. Billy goes in by himself. And that might be important. All right. Because there's two, there's two stories of this. Anyways. Mm. So Billy comes out. And he purposely is walking really, really quickly back up to where he's supposed to go. But he's purposely going fast. And the deputies, like, tell him to slow down and stuff. And he's trying to, like, follow him up. What Billy does is he goes up the stairs, and as he goes around the corner, he quickly, like, hunkers down real fast. And when the deputy comes around the corner, he basically ambushes him. Like, he whips around the corner. But the weird thing is, is he no longer has his handcuffs on. He either slipped out or somehow got out. But he starts beating the deputy with his handcuffs. Fuck yeah! And he takes the deputy's gun and shoots the deputy. Fuck him. Yeah. Now, the other story might be... He was trying to kill me with my own handcuffs, Governor. Yeah. That's what he's going to tell him later. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was going to hurt me. I don't know. Yeah. He's going to hang me. He was going was to hang me until t- I'm dead, dead, dead. So. Yeah. So I killed yeah. him. You know, he was dead, dead, dead. Yeah. With with handcuffs. Jesus. Well, he ended well, up he taking his him, gun and shooting him. Still. Now, some people aren't sure that he took the deputy's gun to shoot him with. Some people think that he somehow, when he went into the outhouse, someone planted a gun for Billy to find Maybe he had like one of the regulators. Yeah. All right. There's no proof of it, but some people think that like what happened was he went to the bathroom, stuck the gun in his pants, walked away really quickly, and then when the guy came around the corner, he just turned around, and shot him. <laughs> and uh, I think it's more the other way. I think he started whipping the guy and got lucky, grabbed his gun and shot him. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take that. Billy knew this was going to draw a lot of attention. Gunfire, obviously. I've never beaten someone with handcuffs, but I've been beaten with handcuffs. Yeah. How was it? Kinky as fuck. Nice. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. I also get shot. Right. But it's not bullets. Not with bullets. <laughs> Call me Billy. <laughs> Call me the kid. Call, Ugh. Call me the kid. <laughs> no. I don't want to. Well, you know, they oh. got it. He, he changes my diaper later. Yeah. So he can call me whatever. Yeah. I hate all of it. So Billy knows that this is going to draw a lot of attention from just shooting somebody, you know, gunfire, and the other deputies just across the street. Yeah, he's right there. So Billy, he's still shackled by his legs, so I picture this in the funniest way. He shimmies his way quickly over to actually what would be Pat's office, the sheriff's <laughs> office. So he quickly, like, <laughs> moves his legs really fast. Okay. Chained <laughs> 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 up. Someone's coming. Someone's going to come. And he finds a shotgun. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. <laughs> He finds a shotgun and it's loaded. So he's like, perfect. Hell yeah. So he grabs it and he goes back up actually to the room he was in before and he goes over to the window where he can see his own gallows. And the other deputy comes over and sees his buddy dead on the street. Oh, shit. And when Billy sees him, he he shouts out to him. He says, look up, old boy, and see what you get. <laughs> and then when the deputy looks up, Billy shoots him with a shotgun and it kills him like instantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's buckshot. Yeah. So I blew your face off. There's two again. There's two different stories again. Billy finds an axe. He breaks free from his shackles, steals a horse, and leaves. There is a story that he supposedly actually talked to the townspeople while he was trying to find an axe and trying to get free. Yeah. And just basically told everybody like, you know, I'm innocent. 
if everyone acts cool, I won't shoot anybody else. Like, I'm just trying to get out of here. Mm. And apparently nobody, like, he's so notorious that everyone's like, don't fucking, okay, just do whatever you're going to do and then get out of here. Well, it is fair that they know that he's not fucking around now. Yeah, he, he just killed he, two men. He will <laughs> put deputies. a shotgun in your face. Yep. Yeah. So he, he, either way, he does steal a horse and leave again. Stealing horses. So he escapes. Billy can't be contained. It's hilarious how many times this guy escapes. Jesus. At this point, most people think that Billy is going to leave New Mexico because that seems to be like that seems to be the obvious thing to do. Go like, to Mexico, dude. Go anywhere yeah. out of the state. Yeah, go far away. Go to New York. Fucking cares. Just go far away. That's true. Yeah, change your name again. But the fuck out. Billy's super optimistic. He's an outlaw who thinks he's like besting everybody, which I mean he is. But he's like, fuck it. Like I'm having a good time. And I'm going to stick around where I like. So he stays in New Mexico. Oh, come on, buddy. He even heads back to Fort Sumner, which is where he last almost got caught by Pat before they caught him. And Pat knows people in Fort Sumner, and he hears word that Billy's in town. He's like, wow, this kid really didn't leave. All right. Are you kidding me? He almost doesn't even believe it, but because he's hearing so much about it, he's like, I better go up there and check. So he gets his posse, and he heads up to Fort Sumner. When he gets there, there's a guy named Maxwell. Maxwell's friends with Billy, and Pat knows this. And so he goes and meets Maxwell. Pat does. And he's like, hey, uh, just I'm in town. Just want to let you know what's going on. Like, we're just hanging out, looking for Billy. And Maxwell, of course, like, I don't know where Billy is. And he's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Pat waits till, like, midnight. And he shows up in Maxwell's house. He walks in and, like, sits on his bed while Maxwell is asleep. Mm. And he's got his gun on him. And so he's like... Hey, so where's Billy at? And at this exact same time with his posse outside, there's somebody outside, a solo person, who's walking around barefoot and has a gun and a knife, mm. and he's walking into the house. As he approaches this figure, who is Billy the Kid, as he approaches up to Maxwell's room, who clearly was hiding him because he says in Spanish, who's that? Who's out there? And Pat hears don't, his don't, voice. Donde, donde esta? So he says that to Maxwell, and he's saying it as he's coming into the room, and he opens the door, and it's probably a good chance he saw Pat, but it was so dark he wasn't sure if it was Pat or not. Like, okay. he didn't know who it was, and he wasn't going to shoot somebody he didn't know in case it was like a friend. A dangerous scenario. So Pat pulls out his gun and shoots Billy. Um, he fires twice. One goes right into Billy's chest, right above his heart, blah, and blah. the other one misses and hits the wall. Regulate this! Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Pat starts screaming out to his posse, like, I've got Billy the Kid, I've got him, I've got him. And they all come up. So undignified. There's tons of people there that verify it was Billy the Kid. He's killed. And then they go bury his body. Woohoo! So they bring out a banjo. Dude, the newspapers go crazy. It's all in favor of Pat. They're saying how he's a hero. We killed a kid. He got rid of the terrorists, basically. You guys killed a kid? Yeah, we did. I fucked my sister. But apparently a lot, a lot of people thought it was unfair, which this is so odd to me. At that time frame, a lot of people thought it was unfair that Pat ambushed Billy. Like, it wasn't fair. That's, well, that's so weird to me. No. I, clearly what Billy has established is there's not rules down there. That's what I was saying. Like, Billy's doing his own thing. He'd shoot people. He, he told a guy to look up and then shot him in the face when he yeah. didn't know what was going on. There's not rules. So Billy has to expect a, an un... Well, I think unsavory Billy death. But it's weird that other people thought that, especially because yeah. most of the newspapers are running like how Billy was an awful person, and hooray, he's finally been killed, and he's like, going to stop 
yeah robbing and killing i would think that perspective is probably coming from uppity historians we're like well maybe when you think of justice well, except for Pat apparently felt this way so much so that he had to tell his side of the story that he actually had a reporter ghostwrite a book for him called The Authentic Life of Billy the Kid. Wow. So that way he could t- explain to people, like, you have to understand who Billy was. Like, you think it's unfair, yeah. but just like you were saying, Billy is not playing by any rules. So that's what Pat tries to do. You don't live by rules, you die without rules. Yeah. That's that's the saying. Yeah. it's not It's not the other way around. Mm-hmm. There are rumors that Billy survived. That's kind of what Young Guns 2 is based off of. Okay. So most, there's actually been many people who have come forward claiming to be Billy the Kid and stating that he was never shot and killed by Pat. So there's there's been many people, most of them have been easily dismissed, like easily disproven, like you're not Billy the Kid. It doesn't match up at all. No. Um, there was one guy who I guess a lot of people got stuck on for a while. His name was Brushy Bill Roberts. <laughs> yeah. It is Bill. Yeah. He didn't want to get away from that for some reason. But I, I don't think he is. A lot of people don't. A lot of I don't think any historians do take it consider like consider it to be anything. They think that Bushy Bill is an, a, a distinct guy. He's probably just a crazy guy. So it was this old guy who came out in like... I'm Billy the Man. 1940s, like the late 1940s, this guy came out and was like, I'm Billy the Kid, and I'm trying to still get my clemency, basically. Because he's like, I, I'm owed it. Okay. And he showed up to the courts, and you're talking, this is like 40, 50 years later or whatever. So he shows up, and they're like, "We, you're not Billy the Kid. So he's like, out of here. He's like 60? Yeah. It's just, he might even be older. He's whatever. an old guy. Whatever, dude. And so he shows up to the court, and he's like, uh, like I'm Billy the Kid. Grant me my what you promised years ago or whatever. And they're like, you're not Billy the Kid. Leave. And then he dies shortly after this. But the other dudes buried him already. Yeah. Yeah, a lot so of people. That's whatever. But when that happened, like not too long after Billy the Kid actually died, there was a lot of rumors going around if Pat had set it up, if he either shot the wrong guy and then went and claimed the five hundred dollars, which by the way he didn't get, which is kind of funny. But Billy's sense of justice would not allow that. Well, and Billy, I don't think Billy could go into hiding. He would pop up somewhere else Mm-mm. and would start causing mayhem again. Like, yeah, he could pop up as Bushy Bill, but you'd fucking hear about it when he's yeah. like twenty-two. Exactly. Yeah, that's no, no way. So it's strange. A lot of people think that Pat were Pat and Billy were friends. There's nowhere that I found this. This is also something that comes up in Young Guns too that they were friends. And then he um, shot him on accident or something. No, that they were friends and they had a falling out, and then he was hunting Billy down. Oh, uh, at least I, in the movie. I haven't seen Young Guns too in like 20 years. It's but been a long time. Now I uh, do need to check it out. It is funny though that Pat Garrett did not get the five hundred dollars from <laughs> Lou Wallace because Lou Wallace said no when he showed up. He's like, I got yeah. him. He's like, I'm not gonna do it. That doesn't count. He's like, I didn't give Billy his thing. I'm not gonna give you your thing. What are you talking about? Like, I lie, dude. There's not rules here, Pat. Yeah, what are you the gonna do fuck about do you it? Think I might kill you right now <laughs> just for bugging me. You don't know. Maybe. I might. I could. Hey, look up, boy. <laughs> Kapow. Yeah, so uh, he does get money, though, because I guess all the towns found out that he didn't get paid, and they raised like something like $7,000 because they're like, you got rid of Billy. He was a menace. Like, wow. good job. And then later on, the county did, after Blue Wallace was long gone, they gave him the $500. They're like, yeah, you're owed this. Whatever. Here's, what is it, twelve grand? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Now, there's only two known photographs of that are confirmed of Billy the Kid. I. 
one photo is just him facing the camera. It's like a long shot. You can see his whole body. And he's got his rifle in his hand. Hell yeah. And they found the, like, the original photo, which has been copied over you know millions of times or whatever. But the original photo, somebody had it. And it went to auction and sold for $2.3 million. The original? The original photo because it's still around. Well, it's not a museum. Uh, I think it's owned by just a just a, a private, private guy. Yeah. What? Yeah. And so he has someone has that, and then which you can still go and see the photo of what it looks like and stuff. Yeah. Matter of fact, two million. That's yeah. A lot of people because the photo is held. You know, Billy's holding the gun in his left hand. They thought he might have been left-handed, which I don't know why this matters. But they found like later on, they're like actually photos back then were always reversed, so he probably was right-handed. <laughs> and most people said that he wore his six shooter if he was carrying only one on his right side. So he's probably right handed. I don't know why that matters, but just in case you were wondering. God damn it, I want to buy a holster and a six shooter now. Now, the other photo, in my opinion, is the one that's worth $2.3 million. Oh, here we go. It's far better. So there's that one, which is just him just standing there with his gun. Yeah. The other photo is Billy with one of the regulators, and they're playing croquet. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Isn't that fucking weird? That's close to cr- uh, to cricket. Yeah. So he does know what crumpets are. Well, he hung out with John Tunstall. He had the tea and he's like, do you want to learn a really English game? But it's so funny because it's just like dirt and you can see they got the mallets and there's the balls around and it, apparently they play that to pass the time sometimes. And it just looks hilarious to me. I mean. It is hilarious because yeah. he's like a murderer I mean, criminal. I guess I should say that when Billy was killed. Billy was only 21 years old, so he's young. What a... This is a very American story, though. Yeah. Yeah. Very Western. Well, especially because you were talking about guns and violence, capitalism, government oversight, government control, individualism. This is just what the American script is. We're all just trying to be some version of a cowboy or reacting to a cowboy. America's weird. Yeah. Billy the Kid is confirmed for at least nine deaths, nine murders is how many people he killed. He probably killed more. That makes him a serial. But that's how many people are like, yeah, no, I saw Billy kill that guy. <laughs> Quick question. Did we did we do an unclassical shout out last time? Yeah. We, when we did the Knackers episode with Knackers, yeah. they talked about a question that a podcast called Unclassical did. Yeah, yeah. And we like Unclassical. Yeah, dude, it's it's actually awesome. If you go check out the podcast Unclassical, what they do is not, I don't want to say similar to us, but they take books, classical books, yeah, and they basically break them down for you, and they discuss what's going on in the book in a humorous way. And why they're shit. I'd almost say like they're kind of like us, but they're far more charming and better. They sound um, legitimately educated. Yeah. Where like, like they have potentially like an english degree <laughs> well i love it because they sound super proper to me that sounds very uh what's what's the word they say for english when they're posh yeah they're, they sound super posh but then they say cunt and stuff and i'm like oh yeah that's awesome yeah no they're great you can check out the it's books a, it's oh. a lot of like uh do you ever read like weathering heights or jane Eyre, and you're like there's some shit about this that uh I, okay i get it's classical but there's some there's some offside shit oh yeah that's what they do it's Perfect, too, and Not, they're hilarious. They haven't done Weathering Heights, but they did do Jane Eyre, and I think that's the thing where they're like, this shit is a little bit off. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're funny as shit, and you should check them out. Fuck yeah! Go Dabblers. Do you know what you should check out even more? 
hmm. our old episodes. Yeah, you can also check those out too. If you haven't. If you haven't, I definitely recommend it. We try to make sure our episodes are very, you know, you don't have to listen to them in any order. However, we do have some jokes that do kind of come back or some references to the people we've done. Yeah. And you don't have to necessarily know about that, but it's kind of cool when you see them line up. It's going to be back. awesome. Go back. Yeah. It's going to be great. Go back. I like this. Yeehaw, Billy the Kid. Oh. You know who else is a dabbler? Your mom. And she wants you to subscribe. Yeah, your mom. Your mom wants you to subscribe. Hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch.